Warning. The B3F podcast may contain language or subject matter that may not be suitable for kids. You've been fucking warned. Check out some friends of the show. The Two Brothers Podcast. The Trevor Jackson Podcast. Dem Jackson Boys. The Dumbass Dudes Podcast. Pop Culture Warrior. Happened in the 90s podcast. Follow at the Andy Harris on Twitter. Go to our website at b3fpodcast.com for merch. Click on Tell Us What You Really Think to leave a completely anonymous review of each of us. Enjoy the show, you cunts. All right. All right. Dude. Yeah. I'm excited about this one. I am too. It's gonna be it's gonna be a hell of a good show. Oh yeah. I'm excited about this. Um so, what are we drinking? So tonight we're gonna go back to the uh, small batch nine uh, 1792 Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey with the odd 93.7 proof, courtesy of my brother Will. Yeah. So I'm excited. All right. So how's how you been, man? How's how's your week going? You know, I'm good. I'm COVID-free. <laughs> I'm back at work. Yeah, my daughter got diagnosed with COVID this week. Oh, really? Yeah, and I was around her, so that's fucking nice. outstanding. I appreciate that. I'm, I'm good. 90 days. Yeah, Fauci yeah. said it. I'm pretty sure I have the flu anyway and not COVID. Yeah, but, you know, this is, it's the same thing these days, right? It is the same thing. Uh, I called Rogan, and he told me how to take care of it. So. <laughs> <laughs> lots of, lots of uh, ingestibles. Uh, I yeah, wish, dude, yes. if hallucinogenics would cure everything, I'd be just fucking lit all the time. Yeah, I, 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 yes, I think so. Yeah. Speaking right. of, like, I really wish sometimes I could, like, enjoy smoking weed more than I can. But which I is, wish I wouldn't lose my job for it. Which so. is which is my segue into our our, our new guest. He's uh, our, our new guest. Our guest tonight. Yes. He is. He runs the gamut on shit that he does. He's a yes. fucking porn star, hip-hop artist. Yep. Renaissance um, man. Renaissance man of sorts. And I asked him before we came on, hey, we drink. Do you drink? He was like, no, nah, man, I just smoke. And he's also a podcast host um, of, uh, I think. I think it's called the Smoker's Lounge. Smoker's Lounge. So uh, we have Mr. Bobby Lucas on tonight. How you doing, sir? Hello. Hey, how you doing? Good evening. You know what I'm saying? Buenos noches. <laughs> but damn, where is it? Yeah, I said it right. I said it right. I said good yeah. night. Buenos noches. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So how y'all doing today? Good, man. How you we doing? We are well, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm doing good. Uh, shoot. I'm potting all dang day. <laughs> I did oh. two episodes today and got one more after you fellas. Well, actually, two more after you fellas because I just got to do uh, the Razzle podcast that I got with my man, um, Billy Pilgrim. Gotcha. So, yeah, bro, I stay pod. Yeah, I say shit, man. That is a lot because we were talking a little Sounds bit like before Trevor. the show, and he was asking how long we've been going. I said, you know, two two years or whatever. We're on episode one thirty. He's about on that shit's been going for like a year. So he's yeah. fucking cranking, cranking out episodes. Out, yeah. yeah, it's impressive, man. How long are your How long are your on average are your episodes? They can go from two hours to forty five minutes. Okay. okay. Which before we get going too much, yeah. we, we usually cheers cheers to you for being on here, my friend. And uh, you can you can just you know puff one for us while you're cheers <laughs> up. There you go. <laughs> 
know, it's funny. We were yes, sir. I was telling him, you know, on the intro a little bit, but we've talked about it before. Like, I love weed, but I am worthless. Like, I can't function if just a little bit. I'm such a like it kills me. I can't like I sit on the couch and watch TV, and that's it. I can't do shit else. I'm, I'm oh, drinking for me. Yeah, that's <laughs> drinking for me. Like, uh, I can take like two shots, and I'm hurt. Like, I I can drink beer. Uh, I'm more of like a social drinker. Like yeah. if I'm in the mix with people, yeah. oh, I can I can roll with you. Yeah, see, but I'll be belligerent by the end of the night, be on the toilet, <laughs> yeah. yeah, see, I'm 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 more of a cope with my problems drinker. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's true. But I see, I saw you had that good bourbon out this piece. Yeah, you know, yeah. I just want to send a shout out to. Uh, my people, you need to check out Old Hillside Bourbon. Okay. Yeah, okay. It's, it's a new bourbon down on the market. I need to go check that out. That thing is good, man. It's sweet. We're always sweet. looking for shit to nice. drink. That's 100%. So before we go anywhere else, I just I just wanted to get out of the okay. way. Congratulations on the size of your fucking dick being <laughs> the size of my fucking forearm. What? Like, so... Well, it's interesting. He, he's, he, that, ma- that makes two guests now. Two guests now we've seen their dicks. So. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, but well, yeah. well, 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 thank you, well, thank you. Now, here's the funny part: I was hesitant to get in the point because I thought I wasn't adequate enough. Oh yeah, dude, I that, did. Dude, that shit yeah, would break. A, that shit would break my jaw. <laughs> <laughs> I had girls get locked jaw a little bit from me. <laughs> they get a little locked jaw. Yeah, no, that first time talking <laughs> to you, like, man, hey. I was going through your links and flipping through shit, and I was scrolling down your Twitter page, and I was like, oh. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fifteen years in the business is talent. Um, dealing in the business altogether for twenty and stuff. And now retired and podcasted. You know, doing my music and what have you. That's why I tell everybody that come on the show. I live by curiosity through you ladies, because <laughs> I can't be laid to pipe no damn more. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, but. Yeah, it was it, it was fun. I I have no issues with it, no regrets, none of that shit. So yeah. how none did you that. how did Love you get it. into it? Like what what was that kind of bridge that you crossed or whatever that happened? I mean, well, because people think a lot of times when you think about a, a man in porn, it's a dude hanging out. Why not be fucking all day long? And you, you immediately think you see a woman in porn, you immediately oh, no, think it, something bad happened in their childhood is immediately what most people think. Yeah, childhood, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They had daddy issues out of these sure, and shit, sure. right? <laughs> well, I, how I got into it, actually, prior to me being in porn, I was deeper to music. Okay. Um, only cuss, but probably could it blowing up, uh, I, I would think. And I had this thing called a BCB Street Team where I had a bunch of models. I had over 100 models spanning the globe sending me pictures. And they helped me promote my music at the same token I promote them on the net. And some of them was into adult film. And I had some girls that was local that was pushing. So they were into adult film. So I was helping them kind of break into the business as far as with contacts and stuff like that. But I started noticing that they were getting screwed over by many of the, the cats they was, you know, hooking up with. Plus, from having a conversation with many of the producers in Hollywood, they saw the writing on the wall where it was hit. Yeah. They knew it was coming to OnlyFans and all that. They saw it coming. Because uh, they were telling me, no, nah, have your girls film their own shit and put out their own website. Mm-hmm. Back then, they won't try to hear that shit. No, pay me, motherfucker. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Website, content, uh, n- no, pay me, 
Yeah, yeah, we good. Yeah. You know, they won't even think about trying to yeah. shoot their own shit or be a content creator. And um, it came down to, it was a male talent I was helping out. And uh, he used me to recruit girls because he had no talk game whatsoever. He was a blivering idiot. They just leave it at that. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and um, it was just one chick by the name Miss Simone. And uh, she wanted two male times to shoot with. And I was like, well, I don't got two. She said, yeah, you. I was like, I don't shoot. <laughs> I don't shoot, no. I'll do your website. I'll take the pictures. I'll be the cameraman. But I ain't getting in front of that camera booth. And like I said, it was because I thought that I had an inadequate dick. Because from the porn that I watched growing up, and I see y'all might be in my age group, you, you talking about not just Junior St. Cock, you talking about like Ron Jeremy. Yeah. Um, in 12-inch motherfuckers. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Even the guys that was on Cinemax After Dark, man, them motherfuckers was packing some shit white <laughs> and black. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm saying look at my shit like, <laughs> shit, I don't know if I even want to let a girl see it, let alone got that feeling. And you got that girth, though, man. So, Come on. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I didn't know because one girl told me I got a little goddamn tree stuff. She heard about that hard out this bitch, goddamn. And he turned around, cheated on me with the damn bus driver, goddamn. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> my heart was just hurt. I was like, yeah. you call, you first you try to basically say that my dick is a cute little stuff. <laughs> and then you go fuck the bus driver. Well, it's like my, it's like my Behind friend my used back. to say, man, it may not be long, but it sure is skinny. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Now, now I'm like, I, I'm going to hit the bottom and I'm going to make you feel it, boo. So it, it's, it's like that. So, but no, but, but, but let me get back to the story. So, yeah. <clears throat> so, um, I talked to a, one the BB, well, one the, uh, the, the the crew was called the BBC Street Team, Blue Collar Babes, because my thing was Blue Collar, because I yeah. fell in love with the Blue Collar Tour and Steve Inval and all them, you know, you know, anyway. So I had a conversation with her because the deal was either I be male talent and I would be able to do a website and get paid 300 every month. Or I lose her as a client. So the girl was like, well, what's the problem? I said, well, I don't think I, I got the size. She was like, oh, you do. <laughs> I said, what? Because when she was down, when she when I brought her down from Chicago, we did a photo shoot and we took a shower together because she uh, did some shit with me with some chocolate, what have you, for the photo shoot. <laughs> and she was like, damn, you, you nice. I was like, oh, I got a nice dick. Now, mind you, she done shot with some of the guys I just named out this bitch. So I'm sitting there like, she's like, she, she, think, she think I got a big dick. So she was like, no, you should do it. You got the size. She was like, you a nine, you at least a nine and you thick. She was like, that's the key. She's like, Trevor, you bigger than some of the dudes I've been fucking in Hollywood. So that's when I told Short, I said, okay, I'll do it. I'll do it. And I went and got tested. Health department. Back then you get now you cannot bring a health department. They will laugh you out the fucking room. You better have a TTS or a C E T. Yeah. Okay. You know, period. Uh, and um I showed them my shit and I shot my first scene. Also I learned my first lesson in the business report about paperwork. Because yeah. I didn't get her to sign any paperwork, I was able to put that scene out. Okay. So <laughs> yeah. 
So, and this is something that I've I've heard said before, and just never gotten a chance to speak with anybody that's been in the industry. But um, I've often heard that it's actually much much harder for dudes than you realize it is, is because you're essentially now self producing may be different, but you having to you're having to stay hard in front of fucking people with the camera. You're having to essentially like come on command when it's time to fucking blow that shit. It's time to fucking yeah. go. Like it's actually a pretty yeah. mentally arduous yeah. process. And then do it but again maybe after maybe I'm wrong. Minutes, yeah. Bobby's like, oh fuck no, man. <laughs> See, you spot on. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, very good. I applaud you. I applaud you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Because filming and fucking behind closed doors is not the same. Yeah. Because we gotta take into account angles. Um, like you said, yeah, we have to stay hard. Yep. <clears throat> and I mean, people, I want you to picture this. Like the guy hitting the girl doggy style, the cameraman wants to get the angle of doggy style through his eyes, right? Yeah. So he got to get behind you and his dick pressed against your ass <laughs> with the camera around you like this, right? Yeah. So he can get that angle. And he's holding it for like at least like at least a minute. Yeah. And well, you got to continue stroking. Yeah, well, then you, you got to, then you got a lens like, you know, an inch from your fucking ball sack, you know, when you're doing other shit. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. it's not exactly like you just got a, a, a spy cam up in the room. Right. You know, that shit's involved. <laughs> And and no air condition because sometimes because the cameras that we supposed to use, I ain't talking about cell phone. Um, the mic is so sensitive that if you had the air condition, man, he'll catch the air condition more than anything else. Mm -hmm. Yep, yep, yep. So you talking about it's ninety degrees outside, it's ninety degrees outside, humid, hen index in the room, probably about a good ninety five, and you got to sit here and do all this fucking every position. Yeah, you know, for because like I said, if you with your wife, you. you Doggy style, you good. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> no, now you a porn star. No, she got to ride. She got to do doggy style. She got to. It, and plus, also, it's mental prep. Because with dudes, yeah, we had to stay hard. That's why I tell dudes, look, I'm going to keep it 100 with you. I'm going to take my glasses off. It's okay to get Blue Chew, Viagra, the corner store toy. Just, I mean, pill. Because your job is to stay hard. Because the harder you stay, the better that scene might turn out. Right. Because you're trying right. to make money with it. Yeah. I mean, you start taping popsicle sticks of that shit. The, the attraction <laughs> factor goes way down fucking hill. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, because, because I'm sorry. It's like, it, it's nothing worse than when you see it, whether it's paid or content, that you're the reason why this shit ain't being shot. You yeah. can't even get hard out of this motherfucker. It's like, even when I had my difficult, I had to sit there and get back, chill. I'm like, hold on, let me let me go outside for a second, take a little quick walk to get the blood rushing, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Smoke a blunt, get my head right. Then when I come back in there, boom, it's on, you know what I'm saying? And then depending upon how much you shoot within the day. Because yeah. sometimes I just shoot three or four scenes per day. Yeah. So, you know, there's some dudes, they want that, they done. Yeah. You know, in my situation, because the way I was shooting, because girls were depending upon me to be male talent for them as well as producer for them to have a lot of content. Yeah. So I'm sitting there might be doing, let's say, three boy girl scene, one BJ scene and the rest is fetish. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And but that was, you know, you know, pretty much then towards the end of my career, I started focusing on pushing me as talent fully and then I just said fuck it I'm done with porn <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
So, so how okay. long have you been? How long have you been out of it? When, how long ago did you retire? And if you said that, I missed it. Yesterday. I retired. <laughs> no, I wasn't yesterday. I <laughs> shit. I wish. <laughs> shit. Uh, I got to say, right around the time COVID, because okay. I was already thinking about it. Because I said I didn't want to be too old doing it. Yeah. Nothing against anybody that's in their fifties or sixties or what have you. It's just me. I never planned to be male time to begin with. Right. You know what I'm saying? I it like I, when I tell people I was in it for the money, not the pussy. Trust me, I'm not lying. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, it wasn't like I couldn't get pussy outside the porn. I was already getting it. Yeah. So, so to me, it was like I saw what money could be made, and I also saw where the way it was heading. With the internet and the whole nine, right. I wanted to be a part of it. Gotcha. So, um, do you do you still? I know that you're out of it this time. Do you do anything with it all? Any any producing? Any any scouting? Like anything like that at all? Well, I mean, I do connect the dots for people. Okay. Like, um, like, a, like with me, I interview. I feel like that's a it euphemism. doesn't matter if you just come in the game or you are. See what? Oh, I said connecting the dots sounds like a euphemism to me. <laughs> <laughs> see, see, I'm old school. See, in my rap, in my rap world, I say I'm old school, but new, but new to you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Because my career was back in the late '90s, early 2000s. But anyway, um, I interview everybody, anybody. Uh, it doesn't matter if you have been in the business one month or you've been in the business for 20 years right. because I want to span the gambit, the spectrum of what adult film is, sex work or what have you, right. you know, period. That's the whole purpose of what my podcast is, is, is you know, only old school heads know what I'm talking about, edutainment, to educate yeah. you as well as to entertain you. That's why Smoke This Over is actually me saying in a different way, think this over. Yeah. Yeah, I got you. Got it from Hoodlums. Got it from the, hood, the movie Hoodlums. Yeah, I like it. With Lawrence Fishburne. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So have, have in as as OnlyFans has kind of gotten more popular, have you considered it all trying to, to get into that? I know you said you didn't want to really be a part of it, but, I mean, it's got to look pretty lucrative to see <laughs> See everything that goes on with the, with the OnlyFans. I don't know, man. Like I set up my OnlyFans. I made like a dollar. <laughs> that was me. Oh, see. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I only made thirty dollars on that sucker. Then I left. <laughs> I, I, I was only. I didn't like it. I, I just didn't like it. It didn't. How can I, how can I put this? OnlyFans fit the girls. Yeah, more absolutely. so than even male talent, because they can use more of the options plus. Women make more money than men in this business per capita. Yeah, for sure. For sure. That's 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 no matter how you want to skinny it. I dare do to see if, if Jimmy Smack could I remember they were talking about that dude Jimmy Smack made a million. If he made a million, trust me, there's about thirty girls in a quadruple deal. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well that's interesting. I, I don't You know, but the thing of Oh, go ahead. Sorry, Bobby. No, 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 go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, you mentioned specifically, like, when you're talking a minute ago about the sex work, and I think we might have talked about a little bit on here previously, but 
Um, it's a really, especially mm-hmm. like we grew up in the South and yeah. whatever. And, and the whole concept of sex mm-hmm. work is such a, a taboo thing, but like, I'm a big fan of like regulating that shit yeah, and, and providing sure. a safe space. Cause it's going to happen yeah. one way or the other. But if you have a way for those, those women to make money, to be protected and mm-hmm. to make, to legitimize and destigmatize the industry, I think it's a fucking great thing. Yeah. But anyway, that's the whole different conversation, do, I guess. Do you, do, do you really want to go deep? <laughs> Let's do it, man. We'll get as deep as you want to go. Look, yeah. look I'm going I'm to make it short and sweet. The reason why it's illegal because government officials, presidents, senators, cops, they all used to go get go pay for pussy. Yeah. And they wanted to make sure that the girl didn't have no place to speak and say their name. Amen, I mean, God damn it. Think about it. I break it down to you like, you know what I'm saying? Think about this for a second. Um, What was the name of it? I was... Boardwalk Empire. This yeah. is a perfect example. I don't know if anyone remember Boardwalk Empire on yeah. HBO. They were trying to get um, Bucci. I think his name is Bucci or whatever his name is. They were trying to get him on a prostitution thing because he got some girls to come from Philadelphia to New Jersey. Mm-hmm. You know, period. And they were trying to get the girls to testify against him or what have you. So they figured if we keep it illegal to where they might get arrested, they can't talk. Yep. You know, period. Because if you think about it, even from the wild, wild west, even to over in England, having a hoe was customary like having a dog out this motherfucker. I mean, I'm just being honest. (laughs) (laughs) You had, you know what I'm saying? You had the the wife didn't even buy it. She was like, good, yeah, go fuck that bitch. I'm going to go over here. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so it was, yeah, yeah, it was customary, man. That's why I was like, not only in America that they that, that, that they really just have to hang up. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, For it's a big part. pushback, and I think that, like what you said, I think that probably does play a big role. Is that yeah, it's hard to pay somebody off if shit's legal, right? You know? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Because think about it. What happened to uh, <laughs> to it, it, when Obama was in the office? And new guys got caught down there. It was legal. That's why she got in Columbia. I think that's why she was able to tell the cops like, "Hey, hey, him. He didn't pay sheet. They didn't give a fuck that they was security. They got straight up arrested out of this bitch. I was like, we work for the president. <laughs> so, so no, who cares, Holmes? We don't care. <laughs> fuck you. Turn around. Put your hands behind your back. I'm like, if awesome, man. <laughs> oh, shit. I'm telling you, though. I mean, it's like, you know what I'm saying? Even when I talked to uh, a, a cam girl over in Holland, they trying to shut down uh, the red light district over there. Yeah. Really? Yeah. It's like, that. yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of crazy. It's when people say it's a war on sex work. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It truly is. Yeah. So if you were going to, if someone came to you, a guy, let's just say a guy, um, came mm-hmm. to you looking for advice on getting into the industry, what would you, what kind of advice would you give? Other than don't. <laughs> <laughs> No, I tell them listen to the podcast. No, but but seriously, um, mm, okay, it's so many caveats for this. I guess one, be prepared to spend money, one way or the other, because see, women can walk in without fucking a dude. We can't. We have to walk in fucking a chick. Yeah. Because no one's coming to see us. Right. Right. They're not coming to see us. The only one they're coming to see us is the community because i don't feel like saying the whole alphabet right now i got you i got you so 
you know what I'm saying? They they the ones that will come see us for us. Like mm-hmm. I tell any man, trust me, you have a gay fan base, 75% of it gay. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Women, they don't buy porn. They don't really look at porn. They might look at it to a certain extent to giggle with their girls, but they're not going to spend no money. Yeah, yeah. Not for the most part. You know, people I can tell that shit. Think about it. Uh, what was that show on Showtime? There was only four male escorts. <laughs> <laughs> four male escorts. It's out to tell you something, God dang it. Yeah. yeah. Shoot. So, so for a guy to get into business, that's one. He got to be realized he even had to pay the chick. He gonna have to pay to get tested. He gonna have to cover travel. You know, and two. I suggest if anything you find it test run your shit. And what I mean by test run your shit is you get the necessary stuff to what you need to film. Mm -hmm. And you find a chick that would not mind filming. Whether it's it's a girl that you know what I'm saying, tell you can get a mask, use your talk game. Because that way it comes down to is your talk game. Yeah. Because the key because a lot of these chicks, they pick their content trade a lot of times based off of if they really want to fuck the dude or they're attracted to him or they are vibing with him. Right, right. So you can talk yourself into pussy just as much as you can talk yourself out of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so that's the first thing. He got to find a chick to film with because if they see that you have a site, they see that you have content, the more the more you film, the more you shoot with chicks, the more you might be able to level up to shoot with chicks of a different level. Okay. You know, period. That makes sense. Um, but, but, and two, also, it's also training. Because it's one thing that, because it's all, because the more that you film in front of a camera, the more you get used to it. Yeah. <clears throat> because trust me, um, Filming from a camera is a totally different animal than anyone would ever believe. Yeah. It is tough. That's why I try to get him it to jerk tough. me off on this show all the time and he won't do it. I just I need yeah, practice. Yeah, turn the lights out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, turn the lights out so I don't see the camera. That's it. Yeah, turn the lights out. I don't want to see the camera. <laughs> you gotta give me some slow music. You gotta take it. What the fuck? I need some R B or something. Need some fucking right. candles, some Marvin Gaye. I need to get this shit going right. fucking romantic right. and shit. Get this shit popping out of this motherfucker, man. Give me a kiss too, goddamn. <laughs> no, I, t- I need to be romanced out of this <laughs> No, that costs you extra. So along along these lines, I do have a question on your opinion on something. So it it seems like to me okay, over the last I'm going to say decade. There's been a big rise of, of quote unquote women centric porn, like softer lighting, more romantic. And then you have these guys that have come up and they seem like they're very select few. Like you had, I think James Dean kind of kicked the shit off as far as the things they, they were focused on the woman's uh, attention. Like it seems like it's become a genre in and of itself. Is that a comedy thing? That's a bunch of bullshit as a money grab. I'm just, I'm curious. I want your opinion is on that. You talking about sensual sex porn? Yeah, like the sensual I shit that's, that's, that's really taking a big raise, yeah. I mean, if you really go back to where porn was making its most money, that's where it was at. Okay. I mean, because when you think about it, okay, I was watching, I had the, the pleasure of interviewing Kelly Richards. Okay. Yeah, she was a big-time anal porn star from the 80s. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, she fucked Ron Jeremy, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's it. <laughs> <laughs> and one of the movies that 
the first true porn movie that I saw was the one that made me think about actually being porn, being in porn, even back when I was like young. Was called the Orient, the Oriental Anal Express. Okay, she was playing the Indian girl. Now the whole premise was is like you know it's the Oriental Express. You know they somebody bird, someone they looking for the diamond or whatever. Anyway, <laughs> so the woman and the guy, the woman detective and the guy detective. They double team fuck the Indian chick. And he was about to put his dick in her, and she said, No, put it in my ass because I'm saving my pussy for my husband. Later come to find out she had a diamond hidden in her pussy. But <laughs> Kelly Richards was the Indian girl. Right. The plot right? line she was is the Indian just girl, right? Choice. A twist. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Some M. Night Shyamalan Now, shit. mind you, <laughs> now, mind you, when I shoot, shot sex scenes, we went for at least. 15 to 30 minutes. Mm. I probably wanted 20 to 30 minutes because of editing purposes or what have you. You know, it is what it is. The sex scene in that scene was seven motherfucking minutes. Yeah. That's what with them playing and him eventually jumping in and fucking in the ass. Yeah. And I said, and that what they call porn. It was (laughs) sensual. It was sexy in the whole nine. Yeah. I looked at another one. I timed it. It was 12 minutes. Mm-hmm. So I was like, so it was about the story. Right. And to me, I feel that what is missing is the storytelling. The sensualness tells a story yeah. because one, what people don't realize is when you film it, it's certain things you want to see as, as a fan. You want to see the dick going in the pussy. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? I can't see that. I can't see that. This dude is going to town, pounding her ass like a motherfucking drill out this bitch. <laughs> Slow it down. Let me see the dick going in out the pussy. Let me see how much of that dick she really taking. You know what I'm saying? You know, period. Or she getting face fucked. So, and plus, sensualness also plays to, I guess, yeah, like storytelling. Yeah. Because, like, for example, if that's your wife, you, I mean, you might, you, you're going to change up the pace, but you're going to kiss her at some point. You're going to be a little bit, yeah. you know, tender to her and stuff. So to me, I don't think it's a money grab. I think it's a play to what is what, what made porn great to begin with. Okay. And I guess because that way it came from. Yeah. And I guess probably too, it's, it's an appeal towards a wider female audience as well. That's probably going to connect to some romanticism yeah. more than just, you know, a dude wanting to see some yeah. fucking like vagina get railed. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, and that was all, the, kind see, of the whole premise of the movie Boogie Nights was like they're yeah. wanting to put storyline and plot line, make make basically feature movies, but porn. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But see, but see, back then, think about it. The strip of porn was it was movie. It was like Hollywood. Yeah. yeah. Well, you go to a movie you theater was and see out it. DVDs. And, that's true. Yeah. yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So that's the reason why they had to do a plot line. They had no other choice because. Think about it when you out there in Hollywood, because I tell anybody, porn was always the guinea pig. Mm-hmm. It led Hollywood's technology. Hollywood won't think about doing VHS until porn started using Yeah, it. that's true. They Actually, still porn, use the big filming shit. Porn was a big you part of saying? why fucking VHS won over Betamax. It yeah. was all fucking porn drove that shit, 100%. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Look, porn was porn is the reason why they had e-commerce. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> they made a movie about it. I can't think of the name of that song, bitch. <laughs> but they made a movie about that motherfucker. Yeah. And that shit was good as shit. That ain't no <laughs> But see, but that but but see that's the thing, it's I think 
what people don't realize is what is going on now within the game is the education. Because people now went from, oh, you did porn to, oh, really, you did porn? Tell me about it. Yeah. Because because it got so normalized. Yeah. Right. Did it hurt the business? Oh, yeah. Oh, greatly. Yeah, I don't care what nobody say. Because they got to do way more now than what they had to do five or six years ago to see that same money. Yeah. Yeah. True, true. Believe it. Well, now it kind of comes into, like I feel like with some of the... I guess the OnlyFans and, and the insurgent of, of a lot of the internet shit, it kind of did what streaming music did for musicians. It's now that like anybody with a fucking laptop can make a goddamn song. And so to get noticed and to make a living gets extremely like more difficult yeah. as, as the market gets saturated. You still like, you know, you're, you're good enough at what you do. You're going to make a fucking splash, but there's a lot of talent that just goes unnoticed because of anybody can fucking do it. Like I could like jokingly, like we said earlier, I mean, I could, pop up an OnlyFans account and just make jerk-off videos. Like, I, I might never sell any, but God damn right. it, I could do it. And that used to require some fucking talent and work to, to, get, to get into that yeah. avenue. But see, but see, it's all about devaluing the porn business yeah. and devaluing the porn star. Right. Because I tell people, Ground Zero was Kim Kardashian. Mm-hmm. Ground yeah. Zero was Kim Kardashian. The biggest mistake that was made was when Vivid, the biggest company in the motherfucking world for porn, decided that they wanted to buy that shit and distribute it. Mm -hmm. What it said to the rest of the industry, what it said to the world, is that why the fuck I want to look at a porn star when I can just look at the average person do the shit? That yeah. means that now what a porn star does don't mean shit. Yeah, and mind you, even though, yeah, she sucked his dick, she fucked him. It wasn't a porn scene. It was what it was, a sex yeah. tape. Yeah. You well, know, period. Then the next one, what they did with Mimi Files when they threw her money. So, but do you, you don't think reality, that you don't think that, that even the, the Pam and Tommy Lee situation or even the, I mean, Paris Hilton was even before. I mean, you don't think that that kind of started the ball rolling on that? I, I think, no, because Kim Kardashian, like this, Pam Lee and then was complete celebrities. Yeah. Who the fuck knew who Kim Kardashian was? True. Sure. But everybody knew who I mean, uh, come on. Let's, let's be real. Let's be real. Pamela Anderson. Playboy Bunny. Sure. Pamela but was Anderson. It, I mean, but wasn't Tommy even... Tommy Lee, who we know is a rock god. Because sure. understand, I was down with rock and roll and still into these sure, days. Sure. Love it. One of, the, one, of the best, one of the best in the game. You know how rock stars get down, how much they fuck. Which, speaking of giant fucking dicks, Jesus yeah. Christ. But, but yeah. I mean... I'm just yeah. saying, like, I understand, you know, Kim Kardashian kind of was the, I would say that that was the nail in the coffin as far as that goes. I just kind of, I don't know, I kind of think the, the Paris Hilton and the well, I Pam think, and Tommy I think, Lee started the ball well, rolling think, on that. But see, but see, but see, the difference is Vivid bought That's what I was going to say, Vivid purchasing and releasing. As it. is with amateur. Because Pam and Lee, Pam, Pam uh, they actually had, how can I put this? They should look way better than with Ray J and and and, yeah. and your girl had. Yeah. It, they should look professional. Even with Paris Hilton, this shit didn't look shabby. Well, because they when, straight up bought a sex tape. Well, that's yeah. what I was gonna say. When when it happened with Paris, is they the tape got leaked and then they paid them. They went back in and professionally filmed some stuff to add to it and then released it like that. Yeah, but, and that's the difference. Yeah, yeah. and I and I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, makes sense. Yeah, I'm not saying yeah. that that that. that uh, well, I mean, a part of it is the blame, just with, like I said, that the obsession with the amateur, just being able to watch sure. 
anybody doing it as opposed to you know, whatever, but I don't know. And see, and see, too, also when OnlyFans became the thing, because people don't realize no porn site or anything to do with porn was that mainstream. Not sure. even Pornhub went to that level. Right. Not to that level. Not, not to the point where you got boxers going to the ring with OnlyFans on it. Beyonce singing a song about OnlyFans. Yeah. <laughs> you got yeah. all the celebrities jumping on OnlyFans. And the reason why the celebrities jumped on OnlyFans because I, I always jokingly say this, but girls want to post how much they make. Yeah. So a celebrity looks at that and see that there's nobody made six figures easy. What you think they're going to do? So it normalized porn to watch. Yeah. And what happens when you normalize porn to watch, people that would would be onlookers now want to try their hand at it. Yeah. I, I would like to go ahead if if we if we could, gentlemen, take a moment of silence to the fact that Beyonce has never had a sex tape leak and I'd like to mourn that, that <laughs> fact and, and just express my personal sadness that has never happened. So amen and amen. <laughs> <laughs> She doesn't need it though. That's the thing. <laughs> like Bobby's right there with me. Yeah, fuck she, yeah. But she doesn't need it. You know, that's that's. I mean, but it would be nice if she had one. But man. I it would be nice. Yeah, <laughs> that's all I'm saying. <laughs> I go that's all I'm it saying. Would be fucking nice. <laughs> we can we get I to mean, see fucking certain... Octo Mom getting railed by a dick, but not Beyonce. But she, that yeah. proves that there she is no it. God. <laughs> <laughs> no, I won't. I won't pity for. I won't pity for Big Bang Theory. I want to see her. I want to see her in action. Oh man! Oh my goodness! It, it is it is interesting, and like I said, I don't. I'm not that well versed uh, in 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 the industry, other than the shit that I've read or you know talking to you and trying to do a little uh, research. But it seems like you get fewer and fewer as the years have gone. Fewer porn stars, be it male or female, and it feels like that the amount of male porn stars is even smaller bracket than the female porn stars, like that are known for. Whatever, like I could maybe name three male, four maybe four male porn stars that I could think of off the top of my head for the last twenty fucking years. I could name more females, but it seems like there's, especially now that it's so saturated, it's it's harder to make a name as one of those standouts. Like you don't hear of a Jenna Jameson or a Joanna Angel or you know a lot of those guys like you would back in you know the nineties. I was just saying, I was just saying, I think y'all might understand where I'm coming from on this. You name the last porn release. Yeah. That, that tells you volumes. The yeah. last one I remember was Pirates. Oh, Pirates. Oh, I remember Fuck that. Because yeah. I worked in a, in a movie you know store saying? during that time. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you know what I'm saying? So it's like they don't even have releases for a movie. Like I ran across, they did what was it, Black Widow, the Triple X parody. And it, it made a whimper. It used to be a time where when they did a porn release, you heard about it, you seen it. You know, you know it was popping. You know it was in it. Yeah. But like I said, what happened was when the, it became the age. I call this the age of the content creator, because they treat the word content creator like you would treat. I mean, they treat the word porn or porn star like you would a bad word. Yeah. And I leave it at that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But that's part of that era that yeah. we in. Yeah. Is that the internet has dominated so much? It's about sites. It's not even about porn movies you yeah. know i was like even with sites i was like you can put you can actually just have a porn movie streaming on your site if you wanted to but people want that quick hit yeah that quick hit yeah yeah 
you know, yeah. And see, and see, and to me, that's what changed the game. Because when you got cats that sitting here posting six minute videos and they're making six figures, and you got dudes over here that's doing it seriously and they doing twenty minutes and thirty minutes, and, and you know what I'm saying? It's mm-hmm. you can once you put when you like my man Jim Cornette said once you uh, you can't put two space back in the tube. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because oh, it's it. Trust me, it's a lot of factors to it. Even I even say webcam to a certain extent factored to the downfall of the porn business. Yeah, for sure. Or or, or, or the hurting of it. So because go ahead. I, know, I was going to say, do you think that um, it has harmed it, or do you think it's well? I mean, obviously it has, but I I did. This is just me thinking out loud and wondering. In the same way that um, like Spotify and or Napster, whatever, did to the. Uh, the the music industry it was like the music industry and the the primary players were slow so slow in adopting the new technology of digital distribution and digital marketing and and home stuff it hurt them in the long run do you feel like that that applies to the adult industry at all like they were slow in adopting the up and coming technology and that hurt them so they didn't capitalize it soon enough or do you think it's just been a product of the me, me, now, now environment that we've kind of grown into socially. Does that make sense? That was kind of a um, rambling question. No, no, no. Oh, no. I, I, I got you full loud and loud and clear. Um, and that is my one smart question for the day. <laughs> <laughs> no, it like this. Technology-wise, porn has always been ahead of everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The problem with porn is not the technology because it's more stubbornness than the technology with some of these companies. Okay, that makes sense. Yep. You feel what I'm saying? You get what I'm saying? Like, for example, Brazer just did transsexual porn and BBW porn. BBW porn's been a moneymaker for years. Mm-hmm. But they just figured out we need to at least put one big girl up there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, the reason why they did that, Throw shit against the wall, see if you stick because I'm not making much money because OnlyFans is taking all my goddamn trafficking money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Billy Bob, Billy, Billy Bob and goddamn Sharon over this motherfucker taking my traffic and they ain't doing nothing but she giving him his head while he drinking the fucking beer, watch the football game out of this bitch. Yeah. Let that sounds like my kind of scene. Only said we kicking sex workers off. Trust me, the motherfucking goddamn mainstream companies with goddamn dance life. Thank you. Yes, they were. You might get some traffic back. Yep. Yeah. 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 Because content creators, why would I? Why would I go to Vivid when I can go to OnlyFans and I can see these chicks? Yep. So do you? These, do you th- because the chick. Go ahead. Oh no! Do you think there is anything behind that with larger porn companies pushing OnlyFans to push that content off for that reason? Do you think there's any payout going on there? I don't think OnlyFans was fucking with any of the major companies. Now Pornhub is. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Pornhub is. They connected. But because they connect the brazer. But with OnlyFans, no. What what happened with OnlyFans is that they had dreams of grandeur. Yeah. They wanted to be a publicly traded company because they looked and saw what Patreon did. Yep, it was the same thing. But they didn't realize Yeah, but what they didn't realize Patreon did it early enough to where it didn't hurt the company. OnlyFans, when they announced they was worth a billion dollars, it was because everybody was coming to see these girls bust it open or 
thought they were going to bust it open. Because, no, not every girl was doing sex or anything like that. But the biggest money makers and the ones that was bragging about OnlyFans was actually sex workers. Yeah, this is true. Yeah, when it first came out, OnlyFans was is like Patreon. It was for supporting yeah. your artists or musicians and shit like that was, was the original content for we had a friend of ours i randomly stumbled across had an only fans and i paid five dollars just so i could get a picture of his giant fucking dick but <laughs> that was what he was <laughs> that's what he was on it but yeah yeah oh my god the only man i know that is paid i think i was i think i was the only five dollars that motherfucker ever made <laughs> but lb <laughs> can play evil. he can play evil. Like, yeah hey Get another one. I got my FOMO coming out. Yeah. Well, he's a guy that he's come on here and he's a he does some amateur stand up comedy. He's yeah. been on the show a couple times, and I guess he had on the side opened up an OnlyFans and hadn't said anything, but the dumbass signed up with his normal email, and so I got a you might know this you might know this person recommendation on Twitter, and I was like what? And I clicked on that shit, and it was it was him like fucking waist up like whatever. I was like oh this is good, so I. Clicked on it. I paid the five bucks and got a picture of his fucking dick. And I was gonna make fun of him, and I was like, "Well, goddamn it, his dick is fucking huge. I can't even. I can't even be mad about this. I'm just out five bucks." No, it's it's crazy. It's like, truth be told, like I have, I have got desensitized to seeing a dick or a pussy there because mm-hmm. of this business. It's just like because one, the editing they have to do, and then two, yeah. Like I said, it's a cameraman on male town. You know, it's a cameraman on male town, especially like if I'm doing a threesome or something, you're going to see the man's dick. Yeah. Actually, y'all might accidentally touch dicks. You can't even get mad about that shit. No, no. You know, period. It's just like, oh, okay, bro. <laughs> because she might have both your dicks in her mouth. What you going to say? Uh, bro, you know, this is very uncomfortable right now. <laughs> It's like our mushrooms are going to lock in. Could you shift your mushroom to the left just a little bit here, sir? I, I look at him like, uh, I need something more right with you. You, you, a, you a party pooper. Uh, <laughs> Shut the fuck up and enjoy it. No, it's, it's, it's funny, though, that that's a whole different thing because I'm – on the porn side of things, but like I'm super comfortable with like dicks and whatever. None of that bothers me. That's why we can joke about it. Yeah. I had a guy, I was one of the guys I work with the other day. He was in there doing some shit. He was doing something on the computer and was distracted. I was trying to get his attention and I just reached over. I, I kissed my lips and I rubbed it across his, his, his lips while he was sitting there and he was like, Oh God damn it. You stupid motherfucker. I, 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 was, I was just like, that's whatever, man. He was like, I can't believe you did that. I was like, just, all I do is touch you with my lip, my fingers, man. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Shit bother me. <laughs> oh, oh man! So, so basically, oh, I just, I just, when I said that, I had the mental image of of you like DP and some girl and like kissing your lips and rubbing it across the other guy's face. Just and that's what brought me into that mood. <laughs> but see, but see, but see, with porn stars or even even swingers, yeah. You got to be comfortable being around other dudes. Yeah, for in sure. A, in a sex sense, way, because it would mean like I've done cuckold sessions mm-hmm. where you, where I, with, with couples and stuff. And you talking about a dude that is like a nose hair away from my dick as I am stroking his wife. Right. <laughs> yeah. And he asking me to come in his mouth and everything. I just be like, look, 
long as you don't put your lips on my dick, we good. <laughs> but if your lips touch my dick, my fist is going in your face. I'm just letting you know. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I've, I've, I don't swing that way. Yeah, well, we've I've always joked about that. Like to me, like if you're legitimately secure in your sexuality, then like I'm not intimidated or weirded out, or I'm not sure. like, oh, it's gonna, you know, again, I have my limits. Like you said, like you you put your mouth in my dick, we're gonna have problems. But you know, in the vicinity yeah. of it's, it's what the fuck ever. I I, I, right. you know, I don't know. It's weird to me. Just like I tripped out when um when I hear like a celebrity sit here and say when about transsexuals, right? Uh-huh. And to me, I'm a heterosexual man. But damn if there ain't some fine ass transsexuals out here on this planet. <laughs> you know, period. Yeah. But if you hear a straight man say that, oh, he gay or he got tendencies, no motherfucker, let's look at the damn concept. This is a person who has switched genders. They were born one way and their soul is something else. Mm-hmm. So they choose to be what their soul is. It, I can't help it if the motherfucker looked good when they did it. <laughs> and if, it, if she looks like a complete naturally born woman, the key word, natural born woman, mm-hmm. okay, that means she was born with a pussy. All right? And and. Of course, the first thing you know, they're going to say, man, if she was a woman, us with a guy will fuck the shit out of her. Okay, then. So don't see and get mad when a dude said transsexual is sexy. <laughs> because you sitting there saying your damn self, if she was a woman, I would fuck her. <laughs> well, nigga, she can set herself a motherfucking woman out this bitch, so why you don't want to fuck her then? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, even that aside, and I've said this, I've, I've said it a thousand times. I'm straight as a fucking arrow, but God damn it, Ryan Reynolds could get it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, 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 Tom, oh, Tom Hardy's my shit. He's my man crush. Yeah, man. Fucking. I'm sorry. <laughs> when I saw him, when I saw him in motherfucking Legends, it was on. I was like, if I was a dude, I would let him have me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He could have me. Shoot. I just elbowed the rock. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's crazy as hell. You, you can't even say, say that, you know, yeah, that's a good looking man right there. They're gonna look at you funny like the yeah. fuck did you just say, dude? dude <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's a good looking dude. Yeah, for sure. The fuck? But Brian yeah. Ryan Reynolds can say- have this mouth pussy all day. <laughs> oh god. I, 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 I'm sorry. Ever since Deadpool, he is yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm just I like yeah. that he didn't even flinch when I said Green Lantern <laughs> No, I like Deadpool, that he did. Yes. I like that you didn't even flinch when I said mouth pussy. Like that was my favorite part of that whole exchange. <laughs> Shit, they called the ass a man pussy. So hey, hey I, it's, it's the it's yeah, it's it's the front butt and the back pussy. That's what I was. <laughs> yeah, because see, I'm gonna tell you what happened. A transsexual will hate me, right? Because it like this. Yeah, I ain't even gonna say on a drunk night because this is the reason why I would never have sex with one. We can sit there and kiss, get all the way till she can hit everything. But as soon as I see a, that them balls and that dick, and I ain't talking about her tugging it. No, if I just get a glimpse, he's like, "Man, you fooled me, motherfucker. This is some bullshit." No, no, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I want to go home. I want to go home. I want to go home. I want to go home, bro. I want to go home. I'm just saying. It's, that's why I was like, nah, because that's why I tell people. Be who you are. Yeah. And I think that's the biggest, I think that's where we heading to is that people are more open because even to the point that you hear about more men wanting to get pegged. Yeah. 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And then you got to have the argument, well, that's gay. No. Well, how? He's getting paid. He's getting fucked by his wife. Yeah. With a, 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 a extension. She she don't have a dick. Yeah. It's gay if he's doing it with a man. <laughs> right. Well, and that we've said, is it any different than getting the prostate milked, right? right? Just get the finger in there. Is it really any different? Yeah. It's the same end result. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Now, yeah. me myself, I never get rimmed. You, you ain't sticking nothing in there. You can stick a tongue all day. Sure, they can stick a tongue, but no dildos, uh, no fingers, no, no, no. If I need a prostate exam, there's a doctor for me to go do that. As so we actually, but we you were, can lick all day. We were guests on a, on a show not long ago, and I, I. Uh, I posed that question. I was like, you know, so as dudes, we jerk off all the time. We masturbate. So we're basically, you know, jerking a dick. And most guys, if they're perfectly yeah. honest with themselves, if you could suck your own dick, you would. If, if you want to get right down to, to the nitty gritty, you probably would. And so I, I could do it. I feel the same way, but I'm just saying. But I'm just saying. You tried once. Though. You tried. You tried at least once. No, 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 no. I did not. There's too no, much. No, I didn't say you did, but you would. I've man. seen a. Now I've seen a dude. No bullshit. Did the shit. We're doing that shit. Yeah. And and it was in like one of those home them houses for yeah. the for the for the mentally retarded, what have you. And I was there to go see my girlfriend at the time. I'm sorry, said, I can't. I'm sorry, I gotta stop you right there. Please tell me she was working there. She was working there. Okay, <laughs> all right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, all right. We're good. I'm back. <laughs> Man, if she was devil's mother shit, bro, we would have some questions. I would have plenty of questions. Well, yeah, I was about to have some questions. Uh, and, 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 and we might be breaking up that night. That might be the last time she ever seen me. <laughs> My mom be like, such and such call for you. I am not here, mom. I don't live here no more. I have moved to Alaska. Yeah, she's, she's North Anchorage. Yeah, somebody somebody just called asking for. <laughs> wait, 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 where he moved to? Oh, he went to West Bubble Fuck. <laughs> That would the fuck he went. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know where that was going. Cause God, but no, but she went. So I, so we supposed to be leaving. So she had to go check. She wanted me to come with her. So she had to check on uh, one of the guys, and she just saw him moving. So she moved the covers, and he's hunchback. <laughs> oh, he's going to fucking town out of this bitch. <laughs> He's going to town. He's hunchback. He got a he got a big one too. He got a long and big one, right? I'm sitting there like, oh shit, the fuck. And then he busted in the nut. It was like as soon as I said, oh fuck, he was like, and he was just sitting there just licking his lip. I said, oh no, that's too that's too much self love. That's that's that's. No, 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 no. The only self love I could do is my head, or if, or if you know, for my Loki fans, if I see my multiverse female version, then okay, then, then yes, I'll be fucking myself because yeah, I know my multiverse version is a sexy bitch. Yes, she is. I'm pretty in, sure she is. In the 130 episodes we've done on the show, that's my favorite fucking story. <laughs> I'm telling you, dog. It was like, trust me. Look, I was, look, and let me tell you how traumatized I was. Sure, I tried to give me head. I could not get hard for shit. I was like, I can't oh. see that shit, dog. I can't. I just completely, I, I didn't even care about my original questions. <laughs> so, and see, and, and then, because I think I saw uh, 
a video with his name. This it was this stripper name ridiculous. He does that. He does that doing his shows or what have you. But he, he got that long ass dick. But I couldn't do it, man. That's 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 too much self love, man. It's just. No. So, so where no. I was going with I that? I myself a cum shot. What the fuck? This is early guest of the year candidate right so, here. So before I was getting into that, what I was going to uh. say, if you could suck your dick, whatever. But what if like those clone of Willie kits where you can make a clone of your own dick? If you fuck yourself in the ass with your own dick, is it then a homosexual act? That's what I was curious about. Because like, you're fucking yourself at that point. You can't even talk. I guess it would call you asexual. Yeah, that's what I'm I saying. Guess. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. I guess you'd be asexual. I mean, that's the best way to put it. Yeah. Because <laughs> you're fucking yourself. Right. I'll get my wife, yeah, get, get my wife yourself, to strap on. Yeah, get, I'll get her to strap on my own dick, and I'll look at a picture of myself in the mirror. Ball, and just wait, 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 wait a second, though. I just have to think about my size. No. No, even if I was doing big, ain't no way I'm doing my size. Oh no, we're talking my no. size. That's a whole different story, man. Let's talk about my size. I don't even know your size. Well, yeah, you, no, it, no, like, no, here's here's my way. size. Bend over and feel this. That's my no, size. No, 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 no. The size I don't have to be. It would have to be the 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 equivalent of a bird fucking an elephant. Okay, that would be the size. It I, to that's be. that's fair. <laughs> he looks around talking about so am I hurting you dear <laughs> oh god so she's uh, looking back like hurry up <laughs> <laughs> All right. oh my god there's so, a whole joke that goes with that too I just told you the punchline so, there's a whole joke to go with that with so, that. that shit was a good joke right now is we go usually ahead. take a, a break right here in the yeah, middle of the show right. if you need to go awesome if you can hang out we usually take about 10 cause I smoke and I like to get some nicotine and then we'll come back. Are you good for that? Are you want to hang out? I got to. Well, actually, I would love to hang out, but I got to actually do some research and watch uh, the Royal Rumble for uh, my show later on the night. But I want to come back, man. Okay. I want to come back. Well, I then, like but, this. I then like this. Before we cut it short, then let me uh, – because we didn't get to get into your music at all. So let's take a couple more minutes yeah, if you don't sure. mind. Yeah, sure. And like, I want to hear okay. about this shit. I know you've been doing uh, – in the industry music-wise, making shit for years. Um, I listened to a little bit of your stuff yeah. before we started. Um, so just like hype oh, that okay. shit up, man. Talk talk, talk us to us a little bit about, uh, about what you got going on music-wise. Well, music-wise, I've been – well. Still working on a, a project, what have you, um, and everything. And like the songs you probably heard was uh, "Dummy," yep. "Listen," yep. them the late, them the latest ones. Because I've been doing music since the late nineties. You know, uh, me and my rap group was mentioned in the Source magazine. We opened up for many people back in the day. Even one of them had a music videos on BET Uncut, mm-hmm. and. Um, and I just got back into the music because I missed it. Okay. And um, I actually went and did a live performance at this like open mic called Carolina Waves. And after that, it was my, it was like my old stuff too, and they was feeling it. Nice. I said, "Damn, they still feeling this shit." <laughs> I got straight old school references, and they loving this shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> nice. So, so that's when I just started recording again. Like the first one that I recorded that was in this era was Dummy. Okay. And um, I just heard the beat, and I just came up with the hook, you know. Right. And, like, how I come up with hooks is I just be just saying stupid shit, and then just, the words just end up falling to it. Okay. You know, period. So, yeah. Have you been working in studio or uh, your own setup there? Like, how do you usually record your uh, shit? I had my own setup um, until my computer crashed, which, which is a funny story. I crashed. 
There's a porn. God damn it, cameo. <laughs> no. God damn it, The Undertaker. God damn oh, it, fuck. The Undertaker. <laughs> and Jim Cornette. All right, let me tell you the story. I'm a huge Jim Cornette fan. So I listen to his podcast. And they would talk about the cameos because me and the wrestlers had cameos. Mm-hmm. So, so if you ever watch wrestling, you know how The Undertaker talk. So imagine The Undertaker calling you for your birthday for a cameo, right? Right. <laughs> oh, as soon as I heard that shit, I'm drinking coffee because I'm a coffee drinker. I'm trying to think of what did he say that made me die laughing. But he said something, and man, I spit a whole shitload of coffee onto my computer, <laughs> and it was over. <laughs> and I was mad as hell. <laughs> I'm trying to think of what he said. I could just imagine, but like, like, hey, hey, Billy, how you doing? I just want to let you know from the dead side, happy birthday. <laughs> and if you don't enjoy your birthday, I will tombstone you to hell. <laughs> Some of that shit. I heard that shit. I started dying out laughing. But yeah, that's how I missed on my computer. That's and um, <laughs> man, I was shit, I was on the because I already had picked like seven beats. Yeah, that I was about to do or what have you. And um, and I've been getting ranked. I haven't. I ain't making no billboard, but I've been ranked on number one music on um, what else? Reverb Nation. Okay. Before what have you? So and like I said, like a lot of people like my music and stuff. So I plan to once I can get me some more um, work. Well, not not some work, but another program. Mm-hmm. I plan to finish my project, which will be called Porn Rap Star. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. yeah. Well, when the episode releases, man, we'll throw all your links up, or at least your one link to your page of links that you have yeah. um, so people can find <laughs> so people can find all your shit and uh, you know most definitely whether they're looking for whether they're looking for beats or dicks it'll all be there for them <laughs> <laughs> most definitely I hope the one day do a music video one of these days I might get the opportunity That'd that's cool. one thing I never got the chance to do I was in one but it won't for me I got you. Okay. And y'all have to come on my show. Man, now, I'm audio. I ain't video like y'all. I ain't fancy fine. like y'all. You know what I'm saying? Y'all y'all got video and shit. I'm I'm strictly audio, you know. Sorry, the video. I'll graduate office. one day. Yeah, yeah. All right, man. Well, hey, thank you, Bobby, for coming. We've had a great fucking time yeah, talking really, to you. Yeah, really. Honestly. You really have. Yeah, same here, man. Same here. You take it easy. Yeah, yeah man, have you a good too. One. Bye. Oh shit. All right. So that was uh that's Bobby Lucas. Bobby Lucas. That, that was, is a character. Yeah. I'm telling you, early guest of the year candidate. Right? I absolutely <laughs> would agree with that shit for sure. Yeah. All right. So uh, if you're watching this live right now, we're going to take a quick break and yep. we'll be back in roughly 10 minutes. All right. All right. So. Bobby Lucas. Bobby Lucas. That, that oof, man, that guy's a character. I will say that's probably the hardest I've laughed on an episode in quite some time, though. Oh, yeah? Yeah. That was good. His, I mean, his story about the special needs home for dude sucking his own dick is fucking forever, forever imprinted in my mind. So good. Yeah, that was uh, that was something. <laughs> oh God. I, I I am a little disappointed though of anybody that's been out there watching that not more people comment and ask questions because it was your chance to. No, yeah, really. I mean, I'm a little, I'm a little, I'm disappointed in all of you. I'm disappointed yeah. in all of you. Oh well. Oh man. So. <sighs> So it's been a busy night for us. We did a, yes, yep. uh, an interview with Dumbass Dudes, uh, some friends of the show earlier. We're going to be on 
uh, one of their upcoming episodes. Uh, yeah, on uh, February 6th. Yeah. So we uh, did that, and then we popped on here with Bobby Lucas, who was with us the first half, and then uh, he had to bounce. He had to do some research. I don't know what that entails. I don't know either. But he's doing like two or three shows a day. Yeah, he's doing a shitload. Which is crazy. So, anyway. But uh, but yeah. I, I looked through some of his stuff. I haven't listened to any of his shows, but there a lot of them were talking about... Um, he's talking a lot of other like people that were in the business yeah. and shit, which he said he wants to has, have us on his show, which... He's going to try to talk us into doing porn. Yeah. <laughs> He's going to try to talk us into fucking each other <laughs> on the show. <laughs> well, I'm going to use a copy of my dick, and we're gonna D- I'm going to DP you with two of me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Why not? Can, no, I'm going to get- Can you London Bridge somebody on your own? Well, that's more of- Eiffel Tower. I don't have a good name for this, but if I'm railing you, and then I have the copy of my dick, and I'm cramming it down your throat this way- Sure. I don't know what you'd call that. Interesting. Bear hug? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, God damn it. I don't know. Okay. Uh, so you said you got some you got some news for us today? I do. Uh, yeah. Let me Cuz uh, I really like I didn't know how long he how long he was going to be on but my brain has derailed after that's like, the last of that. So That's funny. Um so okay, and I don't have the I don't have the news music down here but yeah Yeah. um so this weekend which is a little late at this point but i thought found this interesting um there was a free beer tennessee was doing uh um earn a pint for uh earn a pint from your favorite brewery by picking up litter in tennessee Tennessee craft beer fans can earn a, pint, a free pint by helping enhance Tennessee's natural beauty. Over 20 Tennessee craft breweries are participating in a statewide beautification and anti-litter campaign. Pick up for a pint. Well, then, so based on that alone, I wonder how many people are going to thank me for their free beer. You know what I can tell you? <laughs> Fucking none of them. <laughs> yeah, it's, a, it's an interesting thing. Um, it's always weird when cities and states and whatever do shit like that for me it's it's yeah. i don't know it's just a strange thing to yeah. so, i mean i guess it's better for actual companies doing that rather than the government right. trying to i mean so the government do you fuck it up do you feel like i know you don't smoke anymore but when sure. you did smoke do you feel like that that give put you in a special class of people that's allowed to litter i feel like you are allowed to throw a cigarette butt out your window yeah i do feel like that yeah. I feel like it's your God-given right. Uh, yeah, it's weird because I, I wonder: is a cigarette butt? How biodegradable is that? That doesn't matter. Well, it does <laughs> because some things are biodegradable. Like, like I threw. I had somebody one time. I threw an apple core. I was eating an apple while in the yeah. car. And I threw it out the window. Somebody was like, you, "That's littering. You can't do that." It's like it's an apple. It's core. An apple. Like it will literally like, fall off another tree. Well, not just that though, but thing. it's an apple core, so an animal will eat it. Right. But regardless, like but it, how many apples just fall upon the ground from other trees, and sure. you're not calling them littering. But they're they're like if a policeman saw you do that, they would pull you over. I said yes, and I would tell them it was an apple core, and they would go, "Oh, okay, yeah, you're white. And, go ahead." <laughs> right. I say, but if a police officer saw me masturbating, I'd be like, "Hey, fucking close the door." Right. You know what I mean? That's it's true. only illegal depending on where you are. Right. That's true. Yeah. But no, but I mean, until you've, and I, we, I don't remember, we've, we've probably talked about this, but until you've thrown a full fucking McDonald's trash oh, bag I've done full of shit before, out yeah. the window, it's liberating. you don't know what But I don't feel good like. about that anymore. When shit, when I, if I were I've to do some shit like that, good, no, no, no. I wouldn't feel it's good about it. It's not the act that you feel good about. It's, it's the, let me rephrase that. 
it's not the conceptual act mm-hmm. that you feel good about, but the physical act of tossing that non-biodegradable, earth-shattering shit out your window. Sure. It's like letting go of all of your emotional baggage in one fell swoop. It's it's what it feels like, just for a moment. Well, as many times as you've thrown that out, you there should be no emotional baggage left for you. Because <laughs> you, you throw shit out your windows. <laughs> I really don't so much anymore. Okay. Well... Yep. I don't See, throw. I don't, hold on. I don't there throw, you go. I don't throw bags of trash out my window. Okay. But if you just throw it all individually out, one yeah, after the other, well, yeah. of the bag, but then I, throw the bag out. No, like if I'm say I'm driving, you spread it out. Give the give, right. the, yeah. give the inmates some some walk, <laughs> no, so, some exercise. Get some exercise. No, but say I'm driving North Carolina to see the kids. Sure. And I've got a coffee cup that's empty, and I just bought a soda, and I forgot to put it in the trash can at the gas station, and I need a place to put my fucking soda I just mm-hmm. bought. I'm gonna wait till the door. I'm, I'm gonna wait till no, because then I have to empty it double later. Why? Why? You're not the, emptying it double later. You empty it now, or you empty it later. I, all I'm saying is, as I'm driving, or say it's just empty, and I'm tired looking at it in my console. Mm-hmm. Is I wait till I don't see headlights on either side, and then it's just a quick flip of the wrist, and it's gone, and I don't even think about it anymore. Do you have any other things as far as breaking the law when it comes to that kind of stuff that you do? Not necessarily that kind of stuff being littering, but like. You know, moving violation type thing. I mean, I speed like a no, motherfucker. No, I don't, I don't count that. Everyone speeds. Cops speed. I don't yeah. care. Well, you said moving violations. I love running red lights. Yeah, I will I, I will run, a, especially it. knowing that they can't do anything with a camera. Yeah. Tickets, I love that. Yeah. I will, um, I'll tell you what's very, what is really liberating is turning left, turning left when you don't have a green arrow. Yeah. And but the other traffic is going and turning left and watching the people behind you in your mirror like lose their mind <laughs> like what are you doing yeah because you'll first off as long as a cop's not behind you yeah you'll never somewhere get you'll never get a ticket for it right never get a ticket yeah. for it no it's a hundred percent and and you're doing a good deed because you're not holding up yeah. traffic and to me like and don't get me wrong I'm not the kind of type of dick that's going to blatantly run a red light. Intentionally, right, not in the middle of the yeah. day when there's a lot of traffic. Sure, but if it's two in the fucking morning and there's not a goddamn car in sight and that light's red, I will go the fuck through it. Dude, I got a ticket in Pulaski at three o'clock in the morning for the California stop at a stop sign. Yeah, a ticket. I had, in a, I, had a, I had a military base. I got pulled over by a mill pole for that shit oh. one time, and they're like, "You know why I pulled you over?" And I was like, "I'm guessing for that sweet California stop I just pulled back there." And they were like, <laughs> "And they're like." Yeah, because they re- they can't write you a real ticket like Millpole can. You can't. I mean, not really. Like it can be base related shit. Sure. You can get your driving shit suspended or whatever. Sure. But, um, and I basically was like, yeah. I said I'm heading to the airport, guys. Like I'm not gonna be back here. Like, well, just blah blah. It was a big fucking ordeal. But what the fuck are you gonna do, man? I'm right. I'm I'm flying out. I'm just here. I'm here temporarily. <laughs> it's like when I parked on the grass at the fucking <laughs> command center and I got in big trouble. For, I got my car booted for that one. That's funny. Yeah. I've never had a car booted, and I've parked in some sketchy places before. I got my car booted at goddamn UT here. I was so pissed. Where? It's one of the lots behind one of the buildings. I was working there with my last job, and I had to go in, and they didn't have uh, card payment. It was cash-only fucking parking. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, I'm going to be there for a couple hours. What the fuck ever? No big deal. And I figured, worst case scenario, I'd have a ticket. You know, I'd come back yeah. and pay the ticket. When there came back, there's a goddamn boot on my car with a number to call. You know, I had to wait four hours, and it cost me two hundred dollars to get that's, the goddamn. That's insane boot that you got charged for it, though. You got to carry a battery-powered uh, uh, 
uh, angle grinder. I know, right? Oh, I did. I thought of, I've tried to like Cutting every torch. way I could think of to try to fucking get that motherfucker off, and I just I couldn't. But yeah. I was like, they they fucking booted it. Like I can understand booting it if it had been there for two or three days. Yeah, right. But let's write a ticket. Well, no, I don't even understand that. You just tow it. Have it towed somewhere. Yeah. I, 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 the, the boot thing. That's I don't know. It's like someone's flexing. <laughs> it really is. It's like the school's flexing. It's like you can look at your car. You just can't well, it's drive a private it lot. I, mean, I, I guess I know, but I mean, because I don't think it was even owned by the school. I think it was like a third party lot that was whatever. But yeah, even then, maybe it's like probably owned by the Haslam's. Like, what the fuck a ticket? Like, right. You know, whatever. Like, say it's parking. It's twenty dollars a day. Write me a ticket for hundred bucks. I'm still going to be pissed about it, but not as pissed as two hundred for a fucking sure. boot removal. Jesus. And, and you get me out of the parking spot a little quicker. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. Ugh. Anyway, fucking stupid piece of shit. <laughs> uh so uh, Sean Penn, uh, the snowboarder. Yes. Okay. Yep. Winter Olympic start. So yeah. Yeah. Snowboarder. Um, Sean Penn feels that American men have be- have quote become quite feminized because of quote cowardly jeans. Okay. And not pants. Um, well, yeah, jeans specifically. Yeah. Um, in, a, in a recent interview with the Independent, with uh, he's doing the interview with his daughter, uh, surrounding a movie that they're both in called Flag Day. And you know, I didn't realize Sean Penn was sixty-one years old yeah. either. Which, by the way, before you get into this too much, Sean Penn has always struck me as one of those dudes that tries to act tough, but is actually a little bitch. You know, and I could see where you're coming from that, but the fact that he was rowing a boat with a shotgun right after Katrina around that, I, I don't think he is a bitch. Maybe not. I don't think he is. Maybe not. I, but I also think. For something like that, he kind of put his money where his mouth is yeah. on, on that kind of thing. But yeah, anyway, anyway continue. Yeah. I forgot about that. Um, so um, let's see here. He had made some comments earlier, and he was in an, another publication. And he was asked about them, and he said, "Let me just say, I would fight Sean Penn. Let's go ahead and go for it." Well, he's okay. sixty-one years old. Yeah, so, yeah I'd sure. stand a good chance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am in the club that believes that men in American culture have become wildly feminized. Mm-hmm. I don't think that being a brute or having insensitivity or disrespect for women is anything to do with masculinity or ever did. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that in order to be fair to women, we have to become them. Okay. Um, Good for you, Sean Penn. Yeah. I have these very strong women in my life who do not take masculinity as a sign of oppression toward them. Um, there are a lot of, I think, cowardly genes that lead to people surrendering their genes and putting on a skirt. <laughs> okay. So I guess he took that a little bit. He took it maybe a Hold on a minute. Let's see here. Uh, we don't, let's see here, we don't know what's a fact in many of the cases, he said, adding, uh, salacious is as soon as you call something a movement um, that is really a series of many individual accusers, victims, ac- accusations, some of which are unfounded, the spirit of much of what has been the Me Too movement is to divide men and women. Yep. So, anyway. So, the, uh, outside of the, the really shitty jeans pun thing, yeah. um, good. I, I got a little respect for Sean Penn, because that's a really good... Uh, I think that's a really good way of putting it. Like, uh, I think a lot of the culture that we're in now has, in an attempt to get rid of "quote unquote" tax, uh, toxic, toxic masculinity, masculinity um, they've just thrown the whole fucking thing out, and, mm-hmm. and and it's been essentially a throw in way of anything masculine. Which, the universe in general, taking any type of new age, whatever, like everything has a masculine and feminine to it in general, just as far as that's how the fucking, I see the fucking smirk on your goddamn no, face. No, 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 because I'm thinking about a conversation my wife and I had recently. Yeah. Um, but I was going to ask you, like, what do you, what are some 
things. Just give me two, three things that you consider to be a masculine thing, but not toxic, but a masculine yeah. thing. Well, see, here's the thing, though, right? Before I get into that, the, the weird the line is, is masculine doesn't necessarily mean male, in my opinion. Okay, right? sure. It's like they're, to me, yeah, like... You can be a handsome woman. Right. No. But no, I'm talking <laughs> about, like, to me, like, feminine qualities in... And I'm again. I'm talking about female, sure. feminine, right? Are more things like sensitivity, nurturing, caring, all that shit. <clears throat> Masculine behaviors are typically more of like you know, um, like the fight or flight response, like willing to you know the fight, the responsibility, the strong shoulders for caring, all that shit, like all of those type of things, like the willingness to stand up and. And fight for some shit. And again, women can possess those masculine qualities as well. But to me, the the whole thing of toxic, toxic masculinity has just been an attack on general masculinity. Um, and which I don't, I can't verbalize very well. I, I really can't. Um, other than the fact that like to me, how I was raised and how I look at it is like a strong male, right? Masculine, whatever, is like you, you fucking own up to your shit. Like when things shit hits a fan you can take care of your business right like my emotions come secondary to me getting the shit done mm -hmm. i can deal with the emotions sure and to me like there's nothing wrong with having emotions or whatever but you deal with them after whatever issue has been solved right yeah. you deal with it whatever so it's it's putting action before feeling right yeah okay um and i think it's owning up to like accepting consequences to your own fucking actions um whatever they may be but also being willing to decide and do what you think is necessary in spite of what those consequences are going to be. Right? Sure. Um, and I think that just a general fortitude of being able to fight for some shit if you need to fight for it. Like yeah. That's... All right. That, so, that's, that's broad spread. I, I, I can agree with you on that, but... So I'm really more talking about, like, activities and things like that. Like, what are some things you consider, like, a masculine things? Like, because I consider, like... Um, I thought we were talking, like, character traits. Well, that that as well, but I'm just talking about, like, all right, so my wife and I had a conversation because I made a comment one time about um, men wearing like the yoga pants, those tight. I was like, that's just, I don't know, it's just not a very masculine thing. It's not a very manly thing. Maybe right. I said manly, yeah, whatever. And she's like, what? Hold on, you can't, you can't say that. I'm like, well, I mean, <laughs> it's like, you know, I, I can say it, but I mean, she's like, yeah, but you, you're, you're, you're glomming your, um, your thoughts on whether something looks good or not or looks masculine or not on to everyone. And I was like, no, no, no. I'm not saying they can't do it or they shouldn't do it. I'm just saying I don't consider it a manly thing okay. to do. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Uh, um, you know, but I can sit, well, I, you know, like sit around and drink whiskey. That's, and there are women that like to do it, but I consider that kind of, it's in general a manly kind of or a masculine right. thing or hobby or activity or yeah. whatever. So what do you, I mean, what are some things that you would consider manly or masculine or you know more male centric stuff um that's such a weird question for me because i really don't have a lot of those lines for me it's more in fashion and shit like it like seeing a dude in fucking yoga pants i'm like man the fuck up dude like yeah. wear some shorts wear gym shorts i don't fucking care well but in in and and here's like if you have on like compression pants whatever because i think she asked me was like well, what about compression pants it's like it's fine put some gym shorts over it yeah i'm fine with that you're you're running you're biking whatever and you got the compression pants i i get it okay let me something that a man does is they don't fucking bike what do they do what do they do if you like if you ride bicycles for exercise what do you do what do you, you don't <laughs> okay all right all right well there's where you and i split i'm joking <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm just i don't know i just just some things that are just in my opinion in, in 
inherently manly things. <laughs> Trevor Lane having a date. Who is Trevor Lane? I don't care. I'm not sure who Trevor Lane. It doesn't matter. Anyway, yeah, having a dick. Yep, that's a very manly thing. Although nowadays, um, women can have dicks too, yeah. and men can menstruate. I I think a a lot of my the the delineations in my brain is how someone carries themselves. If where I'm going to label it like manly or not. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like to me, and this is, I I recognize how this sounds, but like. A guy with yoga pants. I was like, well, why are you wearing yoga pants? Because they're comfortable and they help my range of motions. No, that's not a fucking answer. If they're so, like, so is nudity or, or <laughs> banana hammocks help your range of motion as well. well. I have a problem with banana hammocks culturally. It's good culture. Right. But like most of the time, like, but yoga pants for dudes came specifically out of yoga pants for women. And guys yeah. being like, I want my ass to let's just pop in those fucking pants. You oh, know, my God. There's a, but I'm saying there's a thousand other types of yeah. whatever. I don't know. Like to me, if it has a purpose other than it just looks good. And that's not, that's not a reason. <laughs> oh, because, God. because a, a pair of, let's say a pair of gym shorts, right? Mm-hmm. Offer every bit as much fucking movement and flexibility as yoga pants do for a dude. And throw a pair of like boxer briefs underneath. No different. My wife swears to me if I put on a pair of leggings or yoga pants or whatever that I would be I would change my mind on this. She oh, swears please to do. me. I told her I was like, fine, get get me a pair, no, but don't I, spend a lot of money. I, I'll, I'll try 100% it. Have I'll, I'll exercise or whatever. Nice. Yeah, it's not my like. I like boxer briefs because I like the support of it, but I don't need that to go down my I don't, entire. I don't understand leg. why like in, women in general like to have form fitting clothing. Like that's uncomfortable. It's as fuck. Why? Well, it's good for us. But I mean, from a comfort standpoint is what I'm talking about. Like, I don't get it. Every single woman in the world wears form-fitting clothing to make men look at them. <laughs> that was not broad strokes. That was fact strokes. Uh, <laughs> just... No, but it's 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 funny to me. It really is because like, I've worn compression pants for different sports and, and things like that. And like even um, like Under Armour shit for snowboarding, whatever. It's uncomfortable as fuck. Mm-hmm. Fuck wearing that shit. I don't feel supported and airy. Like I did mostly for the insulation. Like no. Well, it's like if you need the insulation or whatever, just put on a pair of long johns or a thermal right. shirt. Or well, whatever. that's what these essentially were. They sure, were like the, right. The, the, but I'm just saying, like, go manly with it and do waffle knit. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm just saying, like, anytime there's some argument, I don't know, man. Like it's fucking like dudes that wear man bun. Man buns for fucking fashion purpose. Fuck you. Yeah, yeah. For like, fashion, if is you too, have long, I have no problem with dudes with long hair. Yeah. But if you, um, sheath underwear is great for fitness stuff. Yeah, man. That's that sheath underwear. That's not fucking yoga pants. Man, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't, I don't mind the ballpark in the, in yeah. the, in the. Dude, I can't. Underwear. When I worked out like soccer the whole night, I'm free flowing boxers. I'll let them fucking nuts just. Do you get know legs. that I'm good with it. A year before that type of underwear came out, mm-hmm. like I was telling my wife, it's like. There should really be some underwear that has just a pouch that you can drop your balls in, keep some from sticking to your leg and shit mm-hmm. like that whenever you're you're exercising or just at work or whatever. I don't like, I don't like any type of compression and, in, my, in my in my nether regions. Yeah, you don't wear boxer briefs, do you? No, I don't like how free. I don't like how they bunch up in in my in my pants. See, I, but the the bunching up is secondary to me to getting a constant fucking wedgie from boxer briefs. What you're not wearing the right kind? I've tried multiple kinds. I, I don't understand like that. It. You haven't tried all of them. <laughs> I I actually found some that. Because I've had that issue as well, and I would still rather have the support up front and deal with the wedgie in the back. See, I don't need the support. Again, I'm used to playing sports. I can shit with just things just fucking smacking legs. Like, I don't need the support. Yeah, but it for the most part me. in sports, you have something tight on that's kind of keeping things together. In football, the pants are tight, so they're kind of keeping things yeah, together. I can play football. Baseball, you, know, you don't, unless you're wearing a cup. 
Sure, but it, uh, a lot of times the pants I had on were re- relatively snug. But I like that old school look where the pants don't hang yeah. down to your ankles and shit like yeah, that. Yeah, never any of that shit. But I mean, but if, I, anyway. if I need to wear a cup, I'd wear a cup. But sure. but in general, but just like like playing ball, a lot of times I never wore fucking cups and shit. Yeah, I didn't either. Spot I was playing. Most of the NFL players don't either. So anyway. Mm. Yeah, so <laughs> sheath underwear. I've never heard it called sheath underwear. Yeah. But regardless, so I, I don't sure. know. There's there's certain things like what I was about to say. Like I have no problem. Dudes want to have long hair. I think that's fucking awesome. And if you have your hair pulled up like in a bun type of thing because you're working with some shit and your hair's falling on your face, I'm good with it. As a point of fashion, though, you're wearing it to like put on your fucking Sunday best and go out to have dinner. Fuck you in your man bun. Yeah. Pull that shit back in a glorious turquoise rocked ponytail. That's right. Like Get a, a hair man. bolo. Yeah, hair bolo. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, like God. like like a Native American man should. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> what tribe are you part of again? Uh, it is the Ikota tribe of Alabama. Yeah, yeah. they're uh, an offshoot of the Cherokee. Mm. We're not we're not recognized by the government though, well, fuckers. Right, that's well, oppression. Right, sounds there. pretty made up to me. It's well, you know, everything's made up technically. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I mean, technically, everything is made up. Yep. Um. So uh, yeah. Neil Young. You heard any, anything about this? Oh, the Spotify shit. The Spotify it's shit. Here's fantastic. the here's my thoughts on so Neil Young basically laid out a an ultimate um, he gave an, an ultimatum, ultimatum to like, Spotify like an angry like, girlfriend. Yes, yeah, you you can't. Ha- I, I think the issue is he just cleared up all his issues with Leonard Skinner. He's got to be in a fight with somebody. So. Yeah. So, um, but he basically told Spotify, you can have Joe Rogan or you can have Neil Young. You cannot have Just, both. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you can't have both. So know, you either take so my funny. music down or you take Joe Rogan down. And I bet Joe Rogan makes Spotify more money than Neil Young does <laughs> right now. That's what I was about to say. But my theory is Neil Young has his own streaming stuff that he offers on his platform. Mm-hmm. And all that money's going to him or whoever's involved in doing that. Right. And you get the, all the uncompressed wave files and all that, not the because and, and and if we're all honest, Spotify's a great platform, easy to use as far as getting the music goes. You're not getting you look like you're fixing the f- straight up spit, dude. No, no, I just okay. I, I just burped uh uh pizza. Okay, well you look like you're fixing to blow chunks. No, okay. no, no. <laughs> But uh, I think that's it was what a it is. saucy burp. I think that, I think that he knew that Spotify would side would not side with him on it. And it's just the opportunity for him to pull his music, and now everyone has to go through him to get all the that's back catalog theory. or whatever, and like, the publicity that comes out of it. Publicity comes out of it. Yeah, that's and, smart. And, but if you do go to his website to get his music, you are getting a far superior product than any of the other streaming platforms. Yeah, but. But did Whatever. he pull it off of Apple and all that shit as well, or just Spotify? I don't know. That I don't know. That would be the caveat to me. Sure, but you know, whatever. You know. Yeah. Either way, like I just he'll find somebody on Apple, least, and, but at least on the surface, sure. Like throwing that ultimatum and getting kicked in the dick, it looks so fucking awesome. I yeah. love. I love. Oh, I, as soon as I heard the story earlier this week, I was like. Oh, they're never going to pull Rogan off. No. First off, they paid $100 million for him almost two years ago. Unless Rogan starts blatantly dropping a hard R N-bomb, they're not going to drop him. And even then, they'd be hard-pressed to drop him. Yeah. Like, Spotify won't drop him until sponsors start dropping him. Right, but a lot of the sponsorship, he sells his own sponsorship for it. So, I mean, and I don't know what his deal is with him, if they make some money on that as well, but, you know, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's I, I read that was, I was hilarious and it's just like fucking fucking Neil Young man. Uh, yeah, well, um, 
You look like you sounded like you're about to say something. No, I was just gonna say he's an um, really another underrated guitar player. The dude can fucking shred, but fuck Neil Young. Yeah, continue. So the man don't need him around anyhow, right? Um, so uh, that's the line I kept thinking, trying to f- come up, and it was not pulling up. So yeah, thank so you, sir. Yeah. No, I know, I know the line. I'm just yeah. saying that it wasn't. Yeah. Wasn't pulling up in the. You know, it it was always been kind of like a, a rumor that um what's his what's the what, who was the lead singer of Skinner before the fans out God took him out yeah um <laughs> for God took him um it was always rumored that he was buried in a Neil Young shirt um, oh, yeah. uh, because didn't like Neil Young or whatever oh, but yeah. anyway um so uh Microsoft mm-hmm. um is trying to make the world more woke by rolling out an an inclusiveness checker in their new version of Microsoft Word. <sighs> Um, along with the usual spell check, its word processing program now highlights phrases that may offend someone based on gender, age, oh sexual orientation, ethnicity, or even socioeconomic status. Oh my God. It suggests more Fuck inclusive- you for getting this. <laughs> Fuck you, Joey. Fuck it you. It suggests man. more inclusive alternatives with some hilarious and baffling results. Users who write Mrs. Thatcher are told. It may imply gender bias and are prompted to change it to the supposedly less offensive Miss Thatcher. No, it's this. Mm. And mm. The, uh, here's another one. This is the kicker. This is the one that Which, got me to bring to, okay. to, to actually okay. to, is the phrase that astronaut Neil Armstrong uttered when he became the first person on the moon is not deemed acceptable by Microsoft's one terms. giant step. You're, yeah, one giant leap for mankind should have been humankind or humanity and it will offer to correct that you're quoting something yeah. and you're off you're you're, you're made the offer to correct so that. along these lines right because since the rise and this actually I was talking to my daughter about this the other day cuz with the rise of of gender pronouns fluidity. and fluidity and and proper usage of of gender terminology like if i'm writing to someone specifically what is the and I don't know their pronouns, even though I could look it up on their LinkedIn profile now, Eva fucking Dudley. But do I just use your first name? If you're a superior in the company, do I just use your last name? Do I start putting? I don't know. Like what? What would be? What would be the greeting? I think we go the hockey route, and you add an ey to everyone's last name, and just go by that. Right. But like, if it was you, and like we weren't first name basis, like and maybe that's socioeconomical discrimination that I can't call you by your first name. I don't know. But I'll be like, hello, Joey. Hello, Manning. <laughs> hello, Joey Manning. Like, maybe that would be the best. Like, hello, first, last name. I don't fucking yeah. know. But like, you know, you're brought up to a business. Like, be like, hello, Mr. Manning or, or Miss. I've never used Mrs. unless I knew they were married. It's always Miss. Yeah. Always Yeah, look miss. for that wedding ring. Yeah. I mean, still. But generally in an email, in a business email, it's always Miss. It's yeah. never Mrs. It's always Miss. But um, it's still, I just. I am conscious when I send an email to a group of people at work that I don't say, Hey guys, just to let you know, whatever. Cause you depend on what's going on. You, but you do can't ha- even technically, you can't even say dear sir or ma'am. That used to be the inclusive. Like yeah. you didn't know who you're speaking with. You can't say that. Yeah. No, but I just say whatever. Good afternoon, everyone. Or, Hey everyone, yeah, just everyone. so you know, I just yeah. say everyone. Yep. Same. And it's like, well, what if this person, what if Hello, someone all. identifies as a bug? Hello all. Yeah. Uh, Hello all. I don't, yeah, yeah. I don't get well, so I had a talk with with my daughter, what I was going to say earlier this week, because she has decided that her, and, I, and we've talked about this before, like if I know somebody and they ask me to have a specific whatever, 
out yeah, of respect it, for it, them, I will. It's I have their no attitude behind it that decides whether I'm going Ex- to do exactly. it. Exactly. If and, you're respectful to me, I'll be respectful to right. you. Right. And so she decided she has a pronoun preference, fine, whatever. And I sat down and I asked her about it. I was like, okay, so how should this be used properly to you? You know, and, and asked about some of that and going through it. And I got it. It made sense. And I said, now, it's important, though, to know that if someone doesn't use it properly, doesn't mean they're disrespecting you. Right. They may not know. I said, look at me. I'm old as shit. And I said, my brain, boy, girl, that's fucking my world revolves around that. Like, all this other shit has been over the last decade that this has really started shifting and change. And so, if I use it incorrectly, I'm not disrespecting you, and you need to recognize the fact that I might not know. Right, it goes both ways. Yeah, and I had the whole, that whole conversation is just because she had made some comment about somebody doesn't respect gender because she's thirteen and like that's what right. she hears and all that shit. And it wasn't even regards to her about something else. I was like, well, did the person know that was their pronouns? She was like, well, no, but they just assumed. I was like, wow, blah 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 blah. It's like because most people most assume male or female. Most. Yeah. The people that don't are the people that are plugged in or 13 or they're involved in that headspace. The vast majority of people don't think that way. And if you would take the time to correct them nicely, like, oh, I prefer this. Most of them would be like, okay, but you're going to be offended and be an asshole because somebody unknowingly calls you some shit because the majority of people don't talk the way you do. Nah, that's right. just as shitty as somebody doing it on purpose. Yeah. Anyway. That's my rant on that shit. Like, I have no problem with if, if you want me to call you whatever and you ask me, sure. But you demand that I do or start bitching at me because I didn't know, then fuck you. Yeah. That's what originally got Jordan Peterson in hot water. Yeah. He said basically the same thing. It's like, if you're demanding and then also the school was requiring right. people to, to do something and, and there was the talk of a law going into effect that you could actually get charged with a hate crime mm-hmm. if you did something like that. And he was like, no, 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 no. You will not legislate the words I can and cannot use. No. Like, that. that's not, you know, I'll, I'll be polite to anyone that is, but is, if you want to be disrespectful and demand whatever, you're not right. going to get it from me. Yeah, well, like, for instance, and this is an extreme example, but I would never hurtfully and intentionally call someone a fag. I would never mm-hmm. do it, but you goddamn it better not tell me that I can't say it if I don't fucking want to. That's that's really sure. what it boils down to. I, I would never. You say can it. tell me I shouldn't say it. You shouldn't right. tell me I can't. Yeah, exactly. That's, and and, yeah. and honestly, I never would. Like jokingly, off mic, whatever. Like you know, we grew up in the nineties. That was half of our fucking sure. vocabulary. We played a game when we were children called right. Smear the Queer. Right. But I would never hurtfully or or um, demeaningly call someone a fact. I never, I wouldn't. Sure. I, I, I never have, because I believe in that baseline of respect, but God damn it, I better have the right to do it because it's mine. There might be repercussions. That dude I call a fact might beat the ever-living shit out of sure. me, right? That's the fucking game I'm playing. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> and that's, when it a, comes that's one to example, free speech I mean, and things like that, there's all, everybody else says, yeah, but your, your rights end where someone's other right, no. you know, Whatever, and that's like, not that's not how that works when it comes to speech or whatever. Not like, speech. Yeah, but but um, well, I mean, and and I've heard Ricky Gervais say that before. If you tell me you are against, you're for free speech, but you're not, a, but you're against hate speech, it shouldn't be allowed. Then you're not for free speech. Yeah, free speech means you have to accept whatever anyone has said, but the person saying it on the flip side of that coin has to accept whatever the consequences are. One hundred percent have to accept it. Yep, and I. I am in support. The thing is, a lot of these terms and and definitions have become so fluid. I'm not even talking about gender, but even regards to hate speech, because the concept of hate speech being the speech I use is inciting violence directly against you or 
a people group. And I'm not even talking about the fucking like fire in a theater bullshit. I'm sure. talking about like if I'm if I have some type yes. of influence or I have a group that I'm a part of and I call for the death of one race and I use slurs on shit. Yeah, fuck yeah. it. That takes. But speech. that's the same thing as screaming fire in a in a, yeah. in a in a crowded room. I mean, it's the same thing. When you demand people to do something, it's not the same thing as just using a word. You right. know. Yep. But I, I don't know. I, I'm also one of those people that I am for privately owned businesses mm-hmm. being able to make their own rules as far as right. well. I mean, I, I've used the example before. It's like, I think if you are a a business and you want to say that one particular race no matter what the race is aren't allowed to come and eat in your business mm-hmm. you should be allowed to do that right but you have to accept whatever the consequences are because depending on where you're at that business will flourish right. but if you go downtown knoxville and you open a restaurant and say this is a whites only restaurant you ain't gonna make it no it's not gonna happen but that's also where we are now like that sure. that wasn't applicable eight no, years ago no it wasn't but and, but so you had to it doesn't mean it shouldn't mm, I, I still don't think you had to have that no when you're when you're at a point where 90 percent I'm, I'm sorry that that's an arbitrary mm-hmm. estimation but when slavery and whatever was was widespread and rampant and the acceptable oh, norm for sure right if you say okay restaurants have you know what black people there would never have been racial equality ever no you're right you're right about that and so I'm wrong you're right yeah, in in that regard, like yeah. in in the culture we have now, yeah, your your small business can should regulate whatever because the the economy is going to regulate itself. Sure. But some of the changes no, that we had right. the same way we've had you're minimum right. wage and all that shit. You're so. right. I'm wrong about the back in the day thing, but I think yeah. I think now I agree. I conceptually, I 100 percent agree with what you're saying. Like 100. Yeah. percent Anyway, but yeah, but <laughs> it's weird because the the that, but that's the funny part about government intervention, right? And laws is the fact that. They in their time, they they always can be very beneficial, but they always overstay their welcome, and it always becomes an overreach. Yeah, always. Like, well, that's the the whole thing of progressivism. There's no end. Yeah, it's just constant. But, but where did you? Okay, but let me ask you that question, right? And along those lines, because and I know you and I think differently uh, as far as a definition goes along a lot of these lines, right? But like progressivism, or at least progression, mm-hmm. is imperative for a society to evolve and get mm-hmm. better. It's imperative, right? And some of those changes fuck some groups of people over mm-hmm. for the betterment of the whole. Yep. So at where do you draw the line of it being looking at things short-sightedly, right? Saying, hey, in the moment, this is terrible. But in the long term, like where does that line stop, right? Because there would have been a time... A hundred years ago, that just having you know one restaurant open to all groups of people would have been a fucking like what the f- no this is it's it was a morally reprehensible thing to have happen. Whereas we can look at now and say no this is how shit should be right. So now we're in a position of saying well government saying we could fine you for calling somebody the wrong gender right. Sure. But in a hundred years when there's tr- if we achieve true like fucking pronoun equality whatever the fuck would be is it then worth the shit that we go through now like where does that line of progressivism suddenly become negative um in the example that you used no okay i I don't think so because anytime you start to talk about speech or whatever i don't think that i don't you know i just don't think that progressivism in its modern form is what is i guess because my point being is like because it's all encompassing right like speech is going to be like not saying the n-word was part of like the 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 social um god damn it i just completely blanked i was going to say uh um 
fuck civil rights movement mm-hmm. right like putting an end on people dropping the end bomb was part of that fucking movement which is yes. a, which is a, a restriction of speech right in and of itself i don't consider it a restriction of speech okay because it wasn't legislated right but it's but with those you but you use the end bomb in the right circumstances you're gonna get hit for hate speech every fucking time Sure, and I disagree with that. Right, I think but, you should have to suffer whatever the but, but your societal consequences. But I'm saying it has been what I'm are. saying, not the word specifically, think, but depending on the usage. First off, uh, I don't. I'm think... I'm just talking about progressiveness in general. Like, forget yeah, specific yeah, no, I examples. I, I just you. mean the overarching. Because even though some restrictions have been placed there, the overall arching good of the civil rights movement, I don't think anyone would argue has been a good thing, in spite of any restrictions that might have come and a lot of the stuff um with like gender and fluidity is they're trying to piggyback on that mm-hmm. even though it's a completely separate issue sure but that's the coattails they're writing yeah i think uh in in some um veins progressive is good i mm-hmm. mean technology progresses knowledge progresses you know the world is much smaller than it was even 20 years ago because of technology and things like that and that's a progression it's that's- also more isolated which is funny it is funny. It's it, it they're they're yeah, yeah. It, it is. But, um, well, I mean, just for example, us doing three the hard way, right? You know, forty years ago, you're not doing that unless you're on network television. Dude, you're not fifteen doing years shit. ago, you're not doing this shit. Mm. Not like we're doing it. Not like we're doing it. But I. Th- but still, people. I mean, I think people were still doing some shit like that. But anyway, it, it wasn't as accessible to someone like you, the two of us, so. right? So, whatever. Uh, But I think in some veins, progressivism is good. But societal, no, 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 not societal. I I think maybe what we're what we're looking at, and maybe, and correct me if I'm putting words in your mouth, that um, forced progressivism, progression is good. Progressivism is not. Yes, the progressive, the social movement or political movement or whatever you want to call it of progressivism is not a good thing. Okay, society will naturally progress. It just will. But how? But how and why? Because you have to have a catalyst to change it. It doesn't just change on its own with but, no. But I mean, things evolve, though. People evolve. Brains evolve. But usually, through the pushing, there's always a catalyst, and eh. it might happen eventually. But the civil rights movement happened because the time and the place that people started standing up and pushing back against shit. That's why it the fuck happened. Well, yeah, you're pushing Human- back against wrongs and a human being mistreated not yeah. not strictly not being but mistreated was, but, with words but that though. was still a but that was still a progression of, yeah, of the yeah, time yeah. but a, that's a why that's thing. why we just but, but i'm saying but yeah but what i'm saying is where we're looking at now is it different and this is the question i'm asking and i'm not saying that this is the same as as a racial issue i'm not comparing the two no, i got you i'm comparing the moment that we're in so if you'd have asked a white person in the 19 fucking 40s or 50s about desegregation shit, they would have been just fucking appalled and be like, that's stupid as shit. And you, they might have had some conversation and be like, well, I could see where this is good. But as a whole, they're not for it, right? Because of the shit they've bought into their whole fucking lives. Sure. Is that much different than us sitting here now and looking around and being like, why the fuck are this, like, want to be them and they and this gender? Like, that's so But doesn't it feel different? Concern. What's that? Doesn't it feel different? I don't know. I didn't live then. No, I understand that, but based on what you do know, because you're not experiencing some of the stuff that's going on right now. You just know what you're seeing in the news. The media, but that's but that's but, that's no different than if I was living a hundred years sure, ago. But I'm just saying you're experiencing it almost the same way because mm-hmm. you're not 
actually experiencing it on a personal level right now, but you are seeing it in the news things like just the same as you see the history books or whatever. Yeah. So I'm just saying it feels different. It doesn't feel the same. One feels right and one feels wrong. Okay. And I think I guess But that's exactly as much my as point. it is as, as much as it sucks is like I would I would have to say the same thing that that whatever the Senator of the House said about mm-hmm. pornography is like I don't know what part of progressivism right now I would say this is not a good path mm-hmm. but I'll know it when I see it yeah and and that's you can yeah, yeah. Well, and I, I'm playing devil's after no, I know my, you are my my main point being like do the because we only we're only a product we only know like know internally what we've brought up in what we've been brought up in and we tend to be more open-minded than most to be able to see the shit going on around mm-hmm. us. And I, and I get that. But I guess I'm just trying to draw the comparison if put somebody else similarly open-minded back in a different set of shoes with a different set sure. of social issues, would it not be this a similar fucking thing? But I think most people, like going back on my own point, most people in that time frame that knew that any type of fucking right. was wrong was wrong yeah. when they were for it. I get that. But yeah. um, I just think about that shit sometimes. It's like the shit that we vehemently fight against... Um, now, does that mean it's going to be the same way in 50 years? Are we on the wrong side or right side? I think we're on the right side. I think because we are too. I, I think anytime you're on the side of not being a fucking little crybaby cunt is always a good side to be on. <laughs> <laughs> and let me go and throw that out there. I don't care what your stand is on stances on gender pronouns, um, gender fluidity, fucking sexuality, um, sexual fluidity, race, whatever. I don't care what your stance is. If you're a fucking cry ass bitch, fuck you. Yeah. I don't care what side of the aisle you stand on. If you can be a respectful human being and have a conversation and back sure. up what you talk about, I'll respect you. Otherwise, go fuck yourself. That's yeah. that's my bottom line. Anyway. That's fine. Yeah. All right. Uh let's 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 get a little more lighthearted. Uh that was Web- lighthearted. That was so lighthearted. Weber grills. So the grill maker. Weber. Weber. Yeah. yeah. Uh had to apologize for a poorly timed meatloaf recipe. <laughs> Uh, Weber picked the wrong day to suggest grilling meatloaf. The popular grill maker apologized on Friday for sending a recipe of the uh, sending a recipe of the week email earlier that day, featuring instructions on how to prepare barbecue meatloaf. The email coincided with news of the death of Marvin Lee a day. Best known as Meatloaf. <laughs> Not long after sitting out his. Anything for <laughs> do you know that love? I just heard the other day what that song is actually about? What's that? What do you What do you say? It's I, about? I've never even thought anal about sex. Okay. I just heard like multiple people people talking in a in what I was listening to saying all but agreeing I like won't yeah do that. yeah 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 you're ah. not pegging me sorry okay or I'm not pegging you Bobby said the same thing man. He so, did, didn't he? You can yeah. rim me all you want. Yeah, just don't peg me. Yeah. <laughs> Not long after sending <laughs> Would that have been a more catchy song? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> don't peg my ass. Not long after sending out his recipe, Weber Grills followed up, offering its sincerest apologies to recipients. <laughs> too late. It's too late, motherfucker. He said, at the time we shared this recipe with you, we were not aware of the unfortunate passing of American singer and actor Marvin Lee Aday, also known as Meatloaf. Weber said, we want to express our deepest apologies for this oversight and for any offense this email may have caused. That's legitimately wonderful. That's yeah, fucking so, fantastic. Anyway, uh, I don't think it's an odd thing to apologize for. It is. But anyway. Do you um and see this is where I have a hard time, right? Is 
That's that to me because I, I tried to explain this to to Eli at some point in time when he was a little younger, because he used to apologize for shit all the time, and I was like, "Don't apologize." Right. I was like, "There's a time to apologize, and that's when you you know that you have fucked up. Like I've wronged you. I owe you an apology. Yeah. If I've made a mistake, that's a my bad or a you know or yeah. more of a sorry guys type of thing." But like an apology is not always necessary if it was a, you don't need an apology if it was a mistake, right? Right. If it was a slight against you, then whatever. But like for that, it would be should have been. It's just weird how society has been. In my mind, that's a my bad, or you know, or our bad, or just to say, hey, this was a mistake. We didn't realize yeah. this. Blah blah blah. But you haven't done anything to apologize for or to be sorry for. It was just a mistake. Yeah. So you own the well, mistake. But it isn't even a mistake. You're seeing a recipe of the day and it just happens to be meatloaf. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. Okay. Well, not even the mistake. It's an unfortunate yeah, coincidence maybe that's a, yeah. is really what it is. Yeah. yeah. It's not a mistake. But no one not, made a mistake. Yeah. They sent the recipe out. They meant to send. Exactly. They didn't know meatloaf had exactly. died. Like, why have apology for that? Send out the email that says, this was an unfortunate coincidence. Yep. You know, if it hurt someone's feelings. You know, whatever. whatever. <laughs> Sorry. I agree. You can't say whatever, but I mean, I, yeah. I don't know. It's hard to, to send that out without saying the word sorry. But, you no, know, it is. You, it, this is an unfortunate coincidence. Sorry if it hurts your feel bad. But in honor of meatloaf, you yeah. should try this recipe because it's really good. <laughs> right. Yeah, just don't try that. So what right. What do you think? What is the line in the sand that, that constitutes an apology? What, uh, explain. So, like, at what point... Do you feel like you owe someone at what point of fuckery do you feel like you owe? And I know it's going to differ situation to situation, but in general, where's the line you draw between a, oh, my bad, my mistake, or a, dude, I'm really sorry. And I don't tell like, I'm sorry your family died. I'm sorry. I'm talking about like an apology for something in the way that I've slighted you. Like, where's that line between a, my bad, and an, I'm sorry. I think it's person to person who i'm dealing with yeah that's honestly well, obvs yeah but i'm just saying like it's um i think the line in the sand for me is if i did something knowing that it could have this effect okay even if my intention was not to have that effect, if i did it knowing there's a good chance it could go this way then i'll apologize to you okay now i will also say to you if I don't, not not I will also to. If I if it was not my if I didn't have the thought that it could go that way and it does go that way, then I'm not going to tell you I'm sorry. I said whatever. I will say I'm sorry you feel that way or right. that was not my intention. Well, yeah, but yeah, that's that, different. And than, that's that's yeah, that's where I'll leave it. But so. that's different. Than, yeah, than an apology. Yeah, for, yeah, for, for sure. me, like I will apologize again if if I made a conscious decision of something and it fucked you over. Right. And I knew it might and it did. Like kind of like what you just said, right? Or if I didn't think it would, but as a direct result of something I did fucked you over. Even if I didn't anticipate that result. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. If it fucks somebody over, like, for sure. it, like if, I'm just talking about I'm more along the lines talking about things that maybe hurt someone's feelings well, and they take it the wrong that, way. That's kind of what I mean yeah. this the same way. Like say like I made this decision knowing that but I'd say it was either I took the chance, <laughs> right, and then you know, I'll apologize for that. Or if it was something I didn't foresee, like in my planning of making this decision, if there's an area I didn't account for, and that's what either hurt your feelings, dicked you, or whatever the case may be, I will apologize for that because it's a result of a decision that I made, right? Yeah. Um, 
But if I made the decision knowing it's going to hurt your fucking feelings and I feel like you should just get the fuck over it, then it's not an apology. Then that's when yeah. you get the, oh, I'm sorry you feel that way. Or usually, well, my bad. <laughs> yeah. But I also, do you have a, a level reserved for certain times as just a placating apology? Yes. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I think everybody does, especially guys. Yeah. Especially 100%. straight guys. Yeah. 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 100%. Yeah, for sure. Sorry, dude. Yeah. yeah. I'm sorry I feel that way. Yeah, I'm sorry I feel that way. <laughs> uh, I got one more for you. All right. Uh, a woman with two vaginas goes viral on OnlyFans. Possum pussy. That's what I call that. And uh, she uh, uses one of them for work and one of them for her personal life. Oh, so she's a, so she's a prostitute with one vag? Yeah. And a homemaker with the other? I guess so. Okay. This, uh, so, Austra- so can you play hold on? <laughs> I just got to think of it was like, oh no, I'm a virgin, honey, on this side. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, right. I'm saving this side. I, but for I, my, where does it, because I haven't seen I'm I saving this side for I'm saying, my future. Are husband. they stacked or are they, is it, is it, is, is the double barrel over, under, or side by side? Right. That's what I'm All I'm asking. saying is like, does she ever, like, when she's going out, like, put one hand over the side? No, this one's for Jesus. And then the other one is just for the fucking this, devil. I save this one for Passover. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't know. That's pretty good, though. You could, I guess, technically, you could lose. Your virginity twice, technically. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Is there one hymen with two vaginas? You get two. I don't know. Yeah, you really luck out. Yeah, I don't know. It's crazy. Interesting. When did you lose your vagina? And, January twelfth, nineteen ninety-seven. As fucked as this, my in February third, nineteen ninety-nine. Right. My curiosity <laughs> automatically goes to: Does she also have two assholes? Well, this person does not. Right. But uh, so, Australian woman has gone viral on OnlyFans um, after fans and subscribers just. Discovered her interesting and unique biological trait. She has two vaginas. Evelyn Miller is her name, a 30 year old from Queensland. What's her number? What's her number? I'm just kidding. Go ahead. Oh. Um, a 30 year old from Queensland reportedly learned that she has what's called uterus dedelphies. All right. During a doctor's visit more <laughs> also, than a decade also known ago. As double puts. <laughs> According to the Mayo Clinic, that uh, it's a very rare condition occurs when the two small tubes that make up the uterus in a fetus fail to fuse together prior to childbirth and instead remain separate, creating two tubes that don't join completely. Several years after huh. she was told of her condition a follow, uh, and following a failed relationship, she started working as an escort. In her sex work, she found that it was easier for her mentally to quite literally separate business and pleasure. Physically, what? she found it handy for endurance, too. And she was an escort, so she's a prostitute. No, I get this. I'm just, yeah. I'm, I'm wrapping my Mentally, brain around Mentally, it was this. easier for her to... No, I understand to, that. Yeah. yeah no, what I are you trying to saying. wrap your head around? That? No, the, the mechanics of this. God damn it. Just okay. continue reading. It's like having two vaginas. No shit. Yeah. It's like when you go down there, it's like, I'm, but I'd like to introduce you to my sister. Right. No, but when it's as far as like, I understand the mental separation and I, and I can compartmentalize like a motherfucker, but the, but the thing is like, well, if they're using this one, it's okay. Just not, just not the love one. Well, I think they can use it's the, not, I think, the I think that's hole, what she's not saying. Not the love hole. I think it's like, this one is used when I'm escorting someone. Right. This one is used in my that's relationships. the same compartmentalization yeah, shit I'm just talking about. It's compartmentalizing. Yeah. yeah I, that's I, I mean, that's some heavy compartmentalization is what I'm saying. Well. I wonder if one, though, oh, do both lead to, like, can she get pregnant off of either side? I don't know that. I don't know mm, that. Because that's a game changer. So she said, when I got into a relationship, it was better for me to separate the two, to use one vagina for work, one for personal life. That's straight mental. Which made the work right a lot easier emotionally and physically for me. Yeah. After I quit this, I started OnlyFans filming adult content with both vaginas, and it's been very, very successful. Mm-hmm. 
Um, let's see here. To me, it's my normal, and I never really thought, um, and I never really thought it was that intriguing. But apparently, it's very intriguing. I guess not many people can say they use one vagina for work and one for personal life. It was, it's got to be double stacked. Maybe not a side by side. That's double stacked. I don't know. Um, oh, we're gonna get an answer in just a second. Oh yeah. Um, it was handy for endurance. You should have brought this up with Bobby Lucas. If I had a lot of bookings and I was getting uncomfortable in one, I could just use the other one. Mm-hmm. Uh, for what it's worth, Miller says her right vagina oh, it's is side by slightly side. more comfortable during sex. Um, she can orgasm using that one, too. So she generally reserves it for her personal relationships. Hmm. Um, throughout her work escorting, she found that clients were mind-blown with her anatomy, explaining some clients I will tell, and they don't believe me at first until I show them, and then they're completely mind-blown. They ask to try it out, look at it, and put their fingers in it, all of those things. I had a couple of clients find out. One was a gynecologic... Oh, my God. One was a gynecologist, mm. and he was able to feel the difference, and he then turned it into a medical exam. Oh, I bet I bet he did. A lot of people want to see it on OnlyFans because it's strange. They can't believe it. They say, uh, they say that they had to sign up to have a look. It's crazy. People want novelty and something different. I don't think anyone's ever made porn with two vaginas before. Um, now she has a child and is pregnant with her second one. Uh, back while pregnant with her first child last year, the former escort explained, um, I've had so much more intrigue than I thought. People have just been completely taken aback by it. Oh, no shit. After I got pregnant, I thought I'd talk about it more because the condition won't affect me having a child, so I don't really hate it. If, I, if I'd if i had complications, I probably wouldn't have been so open about it. Okay. Okay. Hold on. That's it. First and foremost, above any of this stuff, when she was like, I didn't think people would find it that weird. Like, well, for you, her, that's her normal. No, her whole I, life. I don't give a shit. She, it might be her normal. She's Australian, man. But Everything's she backwards lives down in there. the universe and the world. She knows. Like, if I had two dicks, I would know from a very young age that that was not a normal fucking thing to have. Maybe not. Maybe you'd never seen anybody else's dick. I wouldn't have to see anybody else's dick. How would you know? Any anatomy book, any education on. But as a kid, you're not seeing. She's a grown woman. I understand that, but you said as a kid you would have known. I would have known as a kid. You don't know that. If when's the first time you saw another dick? I don't remember honestly. Probably my dad's. Yeah, that's no joke. Probably fucking child throat. (laughs) But but no, like or like YMCA going to the gym, whatever. Like I remember, like my dad still went to the old school, like they had the men's gyms and shit like that, but. Those old fuckers walk around with their dicks out and go YMCA's, whatever. Like, I would, at a moderately young Maybe age. Maybe they had their second one shoved up their ass. Right. But I'm just saying, without any other type of educational material, at some point, at a young age, I'd have been like, okay, not everybody has two of these motherfuckers. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, I don't buy some of the bullshit she's throwing into that. You've That's been all happier than a puppy with two Peters. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all I'm saying, like, it didn't take her becoming an adult woman to be like, I didn't realize people would be so taken aback by this. Yeah, no. I don't know. No. You know, no. It's Australia, no. man. I'm telling you. No. Don't don't even don't even try to play that game. Oh, all right. <laughs> um before we go, I have a recommendation for you, a movie to watch if you haven't seen it. Okay. The movie Nobody. Don't want to watch it. Oh no, nobody's great. I it's own great. It. Yeah. It's like a slightly more realistic and dare I say better John Wick. Agreed. 
Oh, it's a fantastic it's movie. It's great. I, it's one of the few movies I bought, I've bought in a while. I've watched it several times. It was on HBO Max, so I just have it on. Yeah, I may and, watch um, it again tonight. And, it's um, very good. Bob Odenkirk. It's, it's such Bob a, Odenkirk, RZA, and Odenkirk. what's his name? Lloyd. Um, Andrew Lloyd? Is that No. Christopher Lloyd. Christopher Lloyd. But yeah. I'm saying, but it's such out. It's so outside of his normal wheelhouse so as a movie. Outside. But it's, it's so, so great. Bob Odenkirk's in great shape. Yeah. Like, he's not ripped, but he's in great shape. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. It was, so. Yeah. Fucking fantastic. 100% agree. Yeah. Like I said, slightly more realistic and dare I say better John Wick. I think it's better than John Wick. I really liked it. Yeah, I think it's better as well, but some people like the flashiness of John Wick, and I can't fault well, you for that. I'm John Wick, the, I really like a John lot. John Wick, I like a lot. Yeah, I like the second and third. They're not as good as the first. No. But they like exponentially less. But okay. The third one, especially. The third one's way the fuck down here. <laughs> All, All right. right. So hold on just a second. Let's see here. Uh, we're back next week, and we have the. What kind of party podcast oh, is going to join us? Some guys you booked up to. Yep. So I think uh, I, I think that they're probably only going to be with us for about an hour, but okay. we'll see. For for we'll find out for sure then. Who knows? People sometimes come on with us and give us extra time because you know it's we're, like having two vaginas. We're so fucking lovable. I guess so. Who yeah. knew? Who so knew? I had no idea that I had two. Yeah. I didn't know it was weird. I didn't know it was weird. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you have two assholes. <laughs> That's right. Who knew? Right. All right. All right. So, uh, yeah. What kind of parties with us next week? Um, and uh, and thanks, thank you to Bobby Lucas for coming on. Yeah, for sure. And exceeding expectations. Oh, yeah. For exceeding. sure. He, he, he really did. And then um, also check out on February 6th, we're on the Dumb Ass Dudes podcast. Yep. So check that out. And until next week, goodbye. Give us a thumbs up on Facebook at B3F Podcast. Follow us on Twitter and Twitch at B3F Podcast. And on Instagram at B3F underscore podcast. YouTube has all of our videos. Support us on Patreon or buy me a coffee at B3F Podcast. Send all your questions or comments to admin at B3FPodcast.com. Find us online at B3FPodcast.com. Rate us and review us wherever you listen. And as always, thanks for listening.